cameras manned, like they're all sitting in there, like the most important thing in the history of the human race was about to take place. Now, I got a great idea. All I got to do is get up, stand on top of this table, unzip my pants, and prove to everybody in the other room you couldn't see it from like two feet, okay? Get those telescopic lenses going, man. You could have the Mount Palomar telescope in there, and you still couldn't see it, all right? Anyway, I got a lot of people. I don't want to get mushy here because that would, like, spoil the image, but there were some people yesterday who really were just magnificent, not the least of which the management of the station from the very top all the way down to the uh, very bottom. Who's on the bottom? Like Boy Gary on the very bottom and everybody in between. And they're just uh, tremendously supportive, and I appreciate that. And quite frankly, all of this is much ado about nothing, okay? I want to make very clear, okay, read my lips. I can't talk about the specifics of what happened in any way, shape, or form because of the way our legal system works. Norm Kent has told me that. Uh, management has told me that. And that's the way it is, okay? So I know that's frustrating to me because I'd like to come on here and tell you what a bunch of crap it is, which it all is, but I'm not going to be able to do that in specifics. But, um, and, of course, there are people in the media who just refuse to take no for an answer. I understand that you guys try to do your job, but when you tell people, hey, can't discuss it, can't talk about it, uh, speak it English. I mean, do you understand what those words mean? You cannot do it because that's the way our legal system works. If I sit there and I start going into a big thing about what happened or did not happen, as the case is, uh, right away we're going to have people wanting a transcript of the tapes and they're going to want this, they're going to want that. And uh, we just aren't going to get into all of that because it's not the way you go through the court proceeding. But anyway, Chuck Meyer, I have to tell you, and I'm not saying this to be a flowery because that's not my style. Chuck Meyer is probably one of the most incredible people I have ever worked with in 30-some years in this business. One of the most talented people. And for anybody, anybody, to have to come in here and do this show yesterday and under those kind of circumstances and do the job that he did, I just uh, can't, can't pass enough bouquets along to Chuck Meyer. Still have differences of opinion on a lot of things, like the thing with the Kathy Willits list. You know, we have our, because we're human beings, and we have honest differences of opinion. But in terms of the job he did yesterday, it was magnificent, and I thank him for all his kindness, and he's an incredible guy. A little fat, but a good guy. Also, speaking of a little fat, Craig Worthing came down yesterday to my house. I'm, when I come back after the break, I'm going to tell you about a scene that went on in Plantation Acres yesterday that you would not believe. You wouldn't believe. You know, I'm not going to sit here and attack the media because they're those people who have attacked me in the last 24 hours, as you'd expect. I mean, that comes as no surprise to me. I sit here and rip, they rip back. Like in The Godfather, he says, they hit Bruno Tatali at 3 o'clock this morning. They hit us, we hit him back. Bada-bing, like that. So I'm in a position now where I'm, in, you know, where it's very easy to have me as a target. And those people who hate me like poison or figure what goes around, comes around, all that kind of silly stuff. It's a great opportunity. I have no problem with that. But when you come to my neighborhood, when you're pounding on the door, my dogs have laryngitis this morning from all the barking that they did yesterday. But anyway, Craig Worthing, who's a super friend, came down. We went up to Pompano Park last night, actually won a few bucks, had a great time. Fat Rich was there. I had two big, fat bodyguards. What more could anybody ask for? And uh, actually was able to have win a couple of races, have a good time, and get home without being molested or assaulted. Ten minutes after ten at WIOD, we, I'll tell you one thing. If I got as many calls... On this show every day, as I did at my house yesterday, we have a 90 share, okay? I mean, it was just incredible, and I thank everybody who called. I don't want to start singling out, because if I did that, uh, I just would leave some people out. Neil's on vacation this week, so while he's away, we're broadcasting the best of Neil. Highlights of previously broadcast programs. Now, back to Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. We got a 69 in progress at the Triple X Theater. Officers requesting backup. Call up, favorite call. 
15 at WID. By the way, I want to say hi to Hank Goldberg. I hope Hank is listening this morning. I hope he's feeling well. Um, I don't know how well-known it is, because I was on the way home from the track. I left after about six or seven races last night at Pompano Park, and I'm listening to Hank's show, and all of a sudden, Scotty Mack is on the air just babbling incoherently for about 10, 15 minutes. And I'm saying to Craig, I'm saying, what is going on here? There's got to be something desperately wrong. And then I read in the Herald this morning, or in the uh, Sun Sentinel, I guess it was, that Hank... Um, Went home sick last night. That he said he, uh, Hank told me about a condition he's got. We were at the track about a month ago, and his heart starts beating real slow. And um, I don't know exactly what they call a condition or what uh, causes it. But anyway, evidently he had one of these uh, spells on the air last night and went home early. And we just want everybody to know that he's home resting okay. And um, I don't know if he's going to be on the air tonight or not. We'll find out for you. Anyway, it's 10.15 at WIOD. The good news, our Camillus House total, it's really incredible that you have to get busted to get some people off their ass to donate to the homeless. Is that incredible? Man, we could probably do a quarter of a million if I went out and killed a couple of these reporters today, huh? Not bad. Maybe a half a million. But seriously, we're up to $119,137.33. When uh, I was last here on Wednesday, we had 115 and change. Uh, I think that's what it was. So that means we're like almost $4,000 more than we had on Wednesday. And this is the last official day of our campaign. So I was hoping we'd get to 120, which is a nice round figure. That would be incredible. Unbelievable. In a year when everybody's broke and all the charities are crying the blues and nobody is raising anywhere near the money that they have in previous years. And you folks have really come through for the homeless and Camilla's house. So if that's what it takes, I guess uh, maybe that, you know, almost made it worth it. We are $873 away, thereabouts, from 120000 And we sure can do that today, right? George is going to write that out himself. Uh, 375-0763. 375-0763. You can call in, charge your donation on your Visa and MasterCard, and get one of the best Anil CDs or cassettes or any of our good crap, okay? Now, getting back to... Uh, Woody, are you there? I'm there, Neil. Because I don't want to leave you uh, hanging too long, because no. I know your ponytail weighs too much. Well, really, like, uh, what's new, Neil? I don't know. <laughs> Has somebody said, heard any good jokes lately? Really, really. 
God. I mean, uh, I know the beach pretty well. I do a lot up there, so, uh, you know, uh, that place has been uh, raided quite a few times uh, on different things, so it's not exactly the best place to to go, but what the hell, you know. But I know, like, some of those... Uh, but, but Leroy likes the publicity. Leroy, oh, he loves the publicity. Like, some of those undercover cops know me. They hear me do a pig report on, uh, on your, you know, on your program and stuff like They listen to you. Really? They, oh, yeah, one of the cops, one of the other cover cops came up to me once over at City Hall and my beach City Hall and said, uh, I hear you doing those pig reports on Neil's show. He's, he loves the show, you know, mm -hmm. so <laughs> I don't know, man. There's, they're a strange breed over there. Well, you know that I can't say anything about any of that. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, like, I, don't I have, like, a necessary lockjaw about a lot of things here today. Yeah. Anyway, be that no, way too without, long. without plugging any of my clients, I want you to know that they're, they, they really heard, all support we've you. We've heard you've plugged a few of your clients, Woody, but that's another story. <laughs> but they all support you. In fact, even my 10-year-old daughter who's here, she says it was stupid. So, uh, you know, um, you have the full support of, of everybody, and really, Neil, anything we can ever do, you just let us know. Thank you, Woody, and listen. Get a haircut. <laughs> okay, Neil. See you. Bye-bye. Okay. 1018 at WID. Woody Graber, who just continues to be chronic and will not go away. Anyway, I have absolutely no problem with the media coverage of what's happened in the last uh, 24 hours, whatever it's been. I have no problem with that. And uh, last night at 5 o'clock, just before I left for the track, I, I, thought, I actually thought Rick Sanchez was going to break into tears at one point on the Channel 7 News. I mean, I have seldom seen such an emotional outpouring. It was incredible. And the tremendous work I do for Camilla, I'm serious. I thought that he was going to go into like spasms and start crying and squatting on top of the news desk and just go crazy. Rick, just keep in mind, it's business, it's not personal, okay? You might be a wonderful guy. I doubt it, but you might be a great guy. But it's a business, not personal. But, uh, but then there's another aspect of the whole thing. And this is, I, you know, I don't want to go crazy on it, or I really should. And I also do want to thank, as long as I'm thanking people, the uh, plantation police, 90% of maybe 95% who are really super folks and have been very nice to me. I've lived in plantation for about five or six years now, and they are great. And I had a call on them yesterday to break up a circus that was developing in my neighborhood in front of my house. I was called yesterday after the news broke at home, as I expected. Although where they got the phone number, I'm a little bit leery. But I was called by just about everybody in the local media. And they asked, uh, could, you know, do you have any comment? And I told them that Norm Kent told me I can't make any comment whatsoever. And I hope you understand that. And I said, I know you're all trying to do your job. I was courteous to all these people. But I said, I can't talk. I'm not going to tell you anything. And then there were those individuals, I'm not going to mention any names, Rick, uh, who said, well, you know, we got to uh, come up there to your house this afternoon. And I said, look, if you want to come all the way up here and schlep up here, the acres is beautiful. I have a nice modest house here. There are two beautiful Corvettes. In the uh, driveway, the dogs will bark like crazy. They're not vicious. And that's it. You're just going to waste your time. Lo and behold, about 11.30, a white Chevy with a cameraman from Channel 4, I assume it was, uh, was parked out there across the street. Um, he was there for six hours. Six hours. But I had no problem with that. Because I'm in the house, the blinds are shut, the dogs are doing a number on the floor, everybody's happy. Craig comes over, brings me a sandwich. No problem. But as the day wore on... More and more of these people started filtering into the neighborhood. Again, not a big problem with that, although it might have been an inconvenience to the neighbors. But then starts on the front door. Not knocking on the door like you would if you went to visit a friend or a neighbor, but like, come on, get out, you're holed up in there. That was the line that I loved the best. Rogers today is holed up. Over behind those trees, he's holed up in his house. Like I'm supposed to be out doing a Kazatsky in the middle of the damn cul-de-sac out there? What would they have liked me to do? 
could have, like, whipped it out in the middle of the neighborhood, then they would have known for sure it was all a bunch of crap. What is it that I was supposed to have been doing while I was holed up, like I was had hostages in the house there, okay? Like they do with these, with these mass murderers who are, like, in their last days before they throw in the stink bombs and they smoke them out. He's holed up in the house there and won't come out, okay? And, of course, every time they go, like, the dogs are screaming and yelling. And keep in mind, I had had two hours of sleep. I got home about 4 o'clock after a beautiful evening in a Dade County jail. I get home at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I, the phone started ringing at 6 o'clock in the morning. I thought I'd get up around 7 and call Disney. 6 in the morning, it was already out, okay, because good news travels fast among close friends. And uh, so I'd had about two hours sleep, and I'm hoping, I'm praying that I can just lie there and not off, and the TV is on in the back, and, and it's... So I had to call the uh, plantation police, and uh, again, thanks profusely to them, because they came by and cleared some of these assholes out of my uh, neighborhood. And again, the thing with the media, I, j I just don't know what it is that you people have lost perspective on, okay? I know you're under a lot of pressure to get the juicy story and to get the exclusive and get the scoop. But as far as just not only invading on privacy, but invading on people's ability to just have a little peace and just relax and get a couple of uh, hours of shut-eye or whatever, it's just uh, absolutely uncalled for and unnecessary and unacceptable and grotesque and gruesome and a pile of crap. Tonight at 8, it's Goldberg at Night with Hank Goldberg. But right now, back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610, WIOD. No tengo pellejo en la punta. Coming this Christmas from Bogus Industries. It's the I Can Drive Like Rick Sanchez board game. <laughs> it's a real-life action-adventure game that uses the streets of South Florida as a game board. Start begins at concession stand A of Joe Robbie Stadium, where each contestant has to drink himself to oblivion. Whoever gets the highest blood alcohol level first goes on to level number two. The run down a pedestrian and haul-ass home section of the game. This leaves board game police baffled. And each player must come up with a different excuse to go home and get his license. Then it's off to the final leg of the board game. Hire an attorney, go to court, and whoever gets off with the easiest sentence wins. It's hours of fun for the whole family. The I Can Drive Like Rick Sanchez board game. Focus industry. 1028. By the way, Paul, I'm sure you're listening this morning over at She. I have a lot of faxes about you. They all basically say you're an asshole. I don't know what you said, but it uh, must have been bad, Paul. Butch up. Anyway, look at this. A card from the staff here. All of these people who have, uh, many of whom haven't said boo to me in months, but who are desperate for the next free meal to come in, and I thank them profusely. What an outpouring of emotion and uh, crap, okay? 28 past 10, and let's uh, take your calls. And just again, I want to keep in mind, you can say whatever the hell you want. I am not going to sit here and preside over um, being sucked into saying things that I can't because I just can't do it. So I hope you understand that, and if you don't, that's your problem. North Miami, hello. Stand by your veal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I support you, Neil. Not, a, not athletically, but I support you. Not a what? Who, who, who sang that uh, Freedom's uh, Dead song? It's a very good song, right? That was the uh, Ponytail Man. Who's that? Mitch Lewis. Oh, terrific. He's yeah. growing back his hair, by yeah. the way, in case and, you haven't uh, heard. Okay, as a post-mortem to the... Uh, as, as a post-mortem? Post-mortem to the uh, navigable waterway. Navigable, yes. To the Let me ask you something. How long have you been working on it? You're definitely not going to make midday on this station. Sure, okay. Sir. Bad uh, material. My mother says, why does Neil hate buffaloes? Yeah. I said, not buffaloes. Buffalo. I'm not making this up. Buffalo, not buffaloes. What time are you on? What time are you on? Hmm? Not really. Is this Bill Marshall? Listen to that. It's Bill Marshall. Oh, my name is Harry. No, come on, Bill. 
You're not kidding me. I swear to you, you have that same squeaky, well, annoying, grating sound in your voice. Well, I don't know. I'm hey, Harry, sure. listen, have a great life. Oh. 1029 at WIOD, an open line of day at 7519463. Doral. Neil. Yes. First of all, I want to say that I support you. Well, thank you so much. It's uh, definitely another proof of what you've been saying all along, that uh, these people are getting out of hand. Uh, it's out there. It's, uh, like I told uh, Chuck yesterday, I, you know, I would like to have the transcripts yesterday around that time of 911 and, you know, calls to the Miami Beach Police Department what the hell was going on when these two officers were enforcing, you know, whatever law that is. And uh, I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of people right now in Miami Beach that would be pretty upset who probably got their car ripped off, uh, mugged, uh, a wife got beat up, uh, some kid got molested or beat up by some, some drunk guy or whatever. And these two foreign officers were out there, uh, you know, getting their rocks off, you know, in some other place. And in reference to all these other people who, you know, unfortunately I had the I couldn't call it a privilege to watch on TV, like Mr. Castronova and Mr. Ego at the light bulb, etc. It's pathetic how uh, these people are just searching to uh, make something, uh, at least try to gain some points off of somebody else's supposedly uh, problems. Yeah. I well, you know, it's interesting to me. I didn't uh, turn on much of anything. I did listen to a lot of Chuck's show yesterday because he did a great job and he's a real pro. But uh, I didn't watch or listen to much of anything till about 5 o'clock when I started watching the newscast. So, but, but I did have a lot of people calling me, telling me some of the stuff that was going on, especially at the light bulb. But none of that comes as any shock. I mean, they, you know, obviously were competitors, and they've got their uh, .3 or .5s during the daytime, whatever they got. And they're, uh, you know, trying to suck on and latch on to this like they've done with anything and everything that I've done over the years, whether it's good, bad, sensational, embarrassing, whatever it might be. And so, you know, nothing would surprise me in terms of their attempt to exploit it and capitalize and jump on the bandwagon. But when you cancel all of the guests, which is what I was told happened, who were scheduled to be on so that you can make almost a 24-hour marathon of let's bash Neil and, uh, you know, jump in on this, then it's really a sign of serious desperation, I think. And also I do want to say that, you know, again, the TV coverage that I saw I thought was fair, although my last name is B. Helfer, and I wish they pronounced it right. It's not any big secret. But the, when you consider that at 5 or 6 o'clock, Channel 7 did seven minutes. I think it was at 6. Seven and a half minutes on this with the team coverage and with the uh, Sally I thought was going to hop out of the chair. She must have had some extra batteries. Uh, and then we get 20 seconds on Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, here's a guy. The trial started. He's, he's killed an eighth, like all of these people, okay? I get seven and a half minutes, and he gets 20 seconds. You're right. Because, so I uh, feel like a really big guy, although, quite frankly, you'd be surprised. I, I got uh, a couple of the sets in the house, and I had them tuned, and uh, everybody was, you know, Channel 4 did it for, you know, a few minutes, and, you know, all the other channels. Well, there are a lot but of these I, people I look were at doing channel, it for a few minutes. I, I saw Channel 7, and everybody else is now talking about Dahmer and, you know, what's going on over there. And these people are still carrying on, interviewing people in the middle of the street, which, yeah. personally, I thought they were really weirdos. You know, because, I mean, I mean, I don't know where they went to, but those guys were really weird. But anyway, uh, it just goes to show what you've been saying has been, you know, true all along. And that uh, I'll tell you this much, you have a lot of people that are behind you. And when it all gets, when a light comes out, uh, I'm pretty sure that you're going to say you're part of the story. Oh, I sure and, will. And uh, yeah. basically, you know, it's, it just feels, in a way, it, I think the public should know that when you go to Miami Beach, uh, believe me, uh, you know, it's move. Everybody should move in there right now because there's no crime. There's nothing else going right. in that city. Uh, so you know, it's, it's it's safe in there. As a matter right. of fact, they have to go after section what 803.5. Something like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, Neil. Have a great day and take listen, care. Listen. And don't for the talking. See you later. 
1033 at WIOD. We have an open line at date, 751-9463. Hollywood. Okay, good call. That must have been from the Hollywood Vice. Here's a lady in Miami Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Welcome back. How you doing? And I guess, I want to say I was so upset, I went and ate about 10 Neely burgers. Really? Wayne I loves sure you. Did. Wayne Arnold called me at home yesterday, by the way, and he <laughs> said if uh, things don't work out, you can come and eat Neely burgers the rest of your life. Hey, he's a great guy. And I said that would be like about a week and a half, Wayne. Now, just a joke, Wayne. <laughs> And on top of that, you know, I think maybe the Miami Beach Police Department should get a grip on themselves. Yeah. But it is good Couldn't to hurt. have you back, okay? Thank you, dear. Have hey. a nice life. 1034 West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Neil? Okay. Uh, welcome back. And um, I, I just want to let you know um, we're all behind. Neil's on vacation this week, but you're still listening to the Neil Rogers Show through the magic of audio tape. It's the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. I found my thrill with Anita Hill. <laughs> but she couldn't chill on Capitol Hill. Well, now listen to this, honey. Oh, you lying pig. Lord have mercy. Oh. WIOD. Who's that on the bat line? Boca Brian. Hi, Neil. How you doing, Boca? I, I think you know I pledge my support to you. I pledge my allegiance and uh, to my flag. flag. <laughs> uh, I was so watching, what's up, Brian? I was watching Channel 7 last night. Are they hyperventilating still over there? Well, they, they were. They just slapped that stuff together. They are slapping it at 7. That's the rumor. Yeah. They, In fact, uh, they had a, when I came to work this morning, I come to the back door and there's a camera guy back there with his pants unzipped. Just going crazy. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> was that Rick? No, nah, much better looking than Rick. Uh, they showed Mike Disney doing that little press conference out there. Talk about hyperventilating. I thought he was going to pass out. He admitted to me this morning that when the cameras start rolling, he just uh, loses it. And I thought he was going to pass right out, right out in front of the building here. That would have been good. We could have had the paramedics. We could have probably got another 90 seconds out of it. Well, he was weaving back and forth and bobbing up and down. <laughs> Oh, you mean Disney? I thought you were talking about something else. Oh, no. Uh, and then on a caption on the Channel 7 News, they put under Disney's... Oh, Leroy Griffith. I told him he yeah. only wishes he had Leroy's money. <laughs> Believe me. I know, and then he apologized for it. Yeah. And uh, I, I listened to, uh, what's his name, King, last night? Yeah, we have that on tape. I'm going to play that in a little while. And he, he actually comes to my... And another amazing development comes to an impassioned defense... And he's going to be out with Chuck tomorrow at the uh, Royal Caribbean uh, Classic over at Key Biscayne. He's going to be in town with Chuck. But, of course, you notice, if you heard the whole call, that he prefaces it with this thing about haven't seen him in years, and he came out, he's a homosexual, and he came out on my show, and uh, last time I saw him, he weighed 400 pounds. He always has to preface it with that stuff and about how I rip him all the time, and he doesn't know why. 
Larry, the reason I rip you all the time is because you're a butt-kissing fool. That's why, okay? Do you understand? But thanks so much for your wonderful defense. Okay, wait till you hear what I'm sending. Okay. All right. See you, Brian. Bye-bye. Okay, let's do uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Okay, nice talking to you. Oakland Park. Ooh, two in a row. Fort Lauderdale on the star line. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Are you there? I'm here. I'm sorry. I just want you to know of all the people that support you, that you know about, there are thousands of more out here that support you, too. And I want to say something about that uh, station on 1400 on your dial. What is that? Well, they are the sleaziest people in the world. But I will say one thing, if I might. Yes. The one fellow on that entire program who seemed not to want to do anything to hurt you was Al Rantel. He's pulled away from everything that they said, and I give him credit for that. But I will tell you, they are absolutely the scumbags of the earth. Well, what can I tell you? Well, speaks, not much speaks for itself. Just keep smiling and everything will work out. Have a great day. 1042 at WIOD. I think, you know, Al has a tendency at times to be sucked in by certain egotistical assholes over there to some of the uh, diatribes that go on. But I think basically when push comes to shove because of his own personal experiences, he knows what it's like to be uh, abused and um, haunted and uh, have to, you know, live in a closet and have the skeletons rattling around all of that. He knows what it's all about. 1043 at WIOD. Hi, Aaliyah. Neil, buenos dias. And back at you, sir. Good to have you back on the uh, Thank you so radio. much after that long vacation. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, well, it could seem, when you're in jail, it seems like forever, I'm sure. Actually, it wasn't that bad because, thank goodness, it was a real slow night. And Because uh, if you go in on a night when, you know, everybody, when the full moon is out, I mean, yeah. you can be in there for hours and hours and hours, and they throw you in these... You know, they throw you in the cell with all these wonderful uh, slime balls and degenerates uh, and, and axe murderers two. and people kind of like uh, tinkling all over the floor. And it's uh, not the most savory environment like, in the world. Then they, they take you, they take their time to process you and they look at you. You know, Channel 7, they showed your arrest picture. I mean, you look you look like a view. I look like I had my fingers stuck in an electric socket, like, like a you 220. You look like you a ghost Not 110, 220, right. Your eyes Maybe were... that's how Bill Hewitt got it. I think this guy just figured it out. <laughs> that's it. Uh-oh. Where's his mugshot? But uh, but then Channel uh, Channel Four showed you leaving your house. You were all decked out, getting in your black bed. You looked great. Yeah, I was going to the track. Yeah, you looked. I mean, you looked. Uh, had your color back and had my color back. Yeah, you know you. <laughs> <laughs> when did I lose my color? Well, it was a black and white picture. That's like looked... saying to Arsenio, you got your color back. <laughs> I don't get it. You looked. Uh, you looked yeah. pretty pale. I, I don't know. But, oh, you uh, mean in that mugshot? Yeah. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, first of all, they say take off your glasses, and then they stand like three feet away from you and pop that flag. 200,000 And your eyes, you know, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. a prelude before, like, when they put you in the chair and they do the same thing. It's the same kind of effect. They, they shock you first, level. and then they, uh, then, then they zap you. At any rate, I'd just like to voice my uh, support, along with all your other fans, and uh, best of luck, and we're behind you all the way. Thanks. Okay, Neil. See ya. 1044 at WIOD, an open line in day. It's 7519463. South Miami, hello. Hey, how are you doing, Neil? I'm doing great. Hey, listen, I used to listen to you when you uh, were on Zeta. Yeah. And I thought you were a funny guy, but there are three types of people on Earth yes. that uh, that most Joe Bag of Donuts don't like. Number one's lawyers, right? Yeah. Number two's car salesmen. Right. And number three, media people. Is that true? Uh, well, I mean, there are probably some others, like doctors and lawyers and things like that. Well, I mentioned lawyers. You mentioned lawyers, yeah. yeah. But uh, you have to imagine, though, that, uh, I mean, you know, you've been... You've always constantly dished out at people. Right. You know, always. I have no problem with that. I already said that. They can rip, they can tear, they can shred, they can do what I, I have no problem with that at all. 
I just don't want people at my house disrupting my life and pounding on a door and getting my dogs crazy and not letting me uh, get some rest. That that goes beyond. What they say on the air, just like here, this is a radio show, okay? Yeah. And what they want to do, I mean, if you dish it out, you expect to get it back. And if they don't give it back, then they're a bunch of wussies. That's all. What can yeah. I tell you? Yeah, that's true. But I can't believe that you'd be on the radio calling them assholes. Call well, I guess, I guess they would be assholes if they're pounding on your door in the middle of the day. How, how would you like it? How would you like it under any circumstances? Let's say, let's say you're at home, you've got an important job, and you're at home under a very bizarre circumstances. Nobody knows why, and the media's prying, and they're calling, and what's the deal? Are you fired? And uh, you're trying to you know, tell them whatever you can, and then all of a sudden they're not satisfied with what you tell them on the phone. They come into your neighborhood, and they start pounding and banging on the door like you're, you're an axe murderer, and you've got hostages in there. Would you appreciate that? No, that probably no. wouldn't. It's, it's, just, it's not only uncomfortable for it's unacceptable yeah. it is totally unacceptable yeah and if it if it persists in the neighborhood by the way the plantation police will come and beat the crap out all these guys because cool. most of them are pretty small anyway yeah well uh listen i wish you best of luck thank uh, you in your case and uh have a nice day and have a great life all right Ten forty-seven at wyod we have an open line of date seven five one nine four six three a lady in davy hi neil how you doing okay Better than you, I think. No, I'm doing great. Well, I've been, I told Al yesterday, or Chuck yesterday, that I've been sick for three weeks, but I've never been as sick as I was yesterday when I listened to Steve Kane and, and all these other jerk-offs on the, on the media blasting you. Really stupid. But what I said to him yesterday was, is my boyfriend went into the bathroom at Joe Robbie Stadium, and he came back out laughing like crazy, saying that this was a real porno flick, going in there watching the guys take a leak because they all had their pants down around their ankles, looking at each other. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you got to understand, when you go to a ball game, I mean, you got that jock mentality. This is the big thing in the locker room is comparing genital size and seeing who's, you know, who the real men are and who the real wimps are. You know, right. That's what it's so, all about. So maybe, uh, maybe what we need to do is get the Metro Police over there and have them, you know, potty train, you know, these guys. So... Yeah, teach them how to go to the bathroom. Maybe that's what they need to get paid for. Yeah, I think that anything like over two shakes at the urinal is probably like five years a shake for like up to five, and then anything after that is probably life. Is it really? I think so. <laughs> well, I said, Tell them to shake it, this. What about women? Do they ever go in and ask the women if they have their hands down their pants <laughs> in these movie theaters? Do they ever do that? If the women have their hands in their pants? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's female masturbation, too. Right. You know, do they go and look for women? Well, no, I'm sure, I'm sure they'd like to probe, though, and find out. <laughs> I'm sure they would, but they won't catch me. <laughs> Not in the movie theater, anyway. Anyway, we do go to Key West once in a while. We don't get to hear you down there, but we do go. We sent you postcards from there. We do support you. We love you. And keep up the good work. Thanks. Camilla's house and everything. We think you're great. Have a great day. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. This is Neil Rogers. I'm on vacation this week, and you're not too bad. Now back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Thank you, John Hambrick, one of the great Americans in the history of the human race, one of my favorite people, just don't uh, pledge $200 to Camilla's house. Thank you, John. And John said if I get busted for something really big, he might go to up to 500 How do you like that? And thanks to Barbara Sloan, who, uh, it's as long as we're talking about six, one of the sweetest, nicest, most incredible people. She called me yesterday, and I didn't realize at the time, she said this is the first time we've ever spoken which I can't get over because, I mean, I feel like I know her and she sent me plants and I've sent her autographed pictures and we've kind of like uh, done it back and forth, so to speak, over the phone and uh, whatever. But uh, thank you, Barbara and John. You're great Americans. 1053 at WIOD. P. Ryan. Neil, what's up? Hi, what's up? <laughs> bad expression, sir. Bad expression. Sorry, right, I'll drop the rest of the bad jokes. Just okay. wanted to lend you a hand of support from Brian. A hand of the helping hand from P. Ryan. You got it. And I accidentally caught Rick Sanchez about 1.30 in the morning and it was shocking. 
It's a good thing you were held up in your house. It'd be a shame if he tried to squat on you. He was just uh, emotional. I mean, got so syrupy and so just, I never realized he cared for me that much. Embarrassing. I think there might be something there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Honestly. Because they say that love and hate, there's that fine line. I think it's real close. (laughs) Well, he tends to cross the line, so be careful. He does cross it. Anyway, I just wanted to call and lend a hand to support, like I said, and I'd like to call my housekeeper a douchebag, if I may. Okay. Joe, you're a douchebag. Great job, sir. Thank you. Good luck. See you. Okay, thank yeah. you. 1054 at WIOD. We have an open line of date, 751-9463. Lots of faxes coming in, all of them nice. How about a little hate, huh? Now, we don't need any hate. Let's have a real syrupy, just a gushing outpouring of emotion and love and kindness and sucking around. Here's a lady in Palm Springs. Hi, Neil. Hi. I just wanted to call and also offer support. Thank you. And I think that if everybody that supports you sends, calls Camilla's house with $1 donation, they're going to have more money than they ever had in their life. Wouldn't that be great? It would be wonderful. I mean, everybody that I know of loves you. I know millions of people that listen to you. Just $1 each, and you've got it made. Your 120000 will be left in the dust. Right. <laughs> and I just want to say that I think it's a terrible thing that they did to you. They have nothing better to do, those policemen. And uh, they should leave you alone and take care of the people that are really breaking the law. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's really sad. It is sad that they have to go out of their way. What people do in an adult theater should be left alone. That's what they're there for, those theaters. Whether uh, any- assume, assuming they were doing what... The- uh, that's what I was, My next line was assuming you were doing or anybody was doing what they say they When doing. the entire story does come out, it's just going to uh, boggle your mind. It's just uh, astonishing. I'm- just amazing. <laughs> I'm sure that it will. I don't believe a word of it, but that's just my opinion. I think that they're nuts. They've been looking for you for years. And that's that's the bottom line here. They found a way to catch you. Okay. Okay. You have a great weekend. You too. Take heart. We all love, we all love you. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 1055 at WIOD. Open line out of town, Palm Beach, wherever. 1-800-944-WIOD. Deerfield. Yeah, Neil. Hey, I'm glad to hear you sound so upbeat. And this, this so, deal has so beat up, spirit. Yeah. You know, I've, I've listened to you long enough and gone enough to your remotes to know that you would need a... I know you can't comment on it, but you would need a Marlins T-shirt to cover your private parts. You could hide it with a Marlins cocktail napkin. With a uh, thimble. Yeah, and anyway... They call me Thumbelina for short. They do. Well, they, didn't somebody say you were pulling a stunt? Oh, <laughs> I think it was stump. Oh, okay. Well, stump. you know, Neil, hang in there. You're probably one of the most unique and gifted persons we have in South Florida. We need to keep you. Thank you. Thanks Take for sucking around. See you. 1056 at WIOD at Open Line in Broward, 5249463. I am going to play that Larry King thing when we uh, come back after the news in just a couple of minutes. And it is astonishing and shocking that Larry is such a tremendous humanitarian and great uh, defender of people's individual liberties. Loan me $50. Also, thanks to the van lady, by the way, who uh, puts up a big thing. And my birthday and anniversary every year, she puts up on her gate these big, uh, she's got one of those computer-generated hand uh, sign things. And this time, it's, she's got a big sign. I think she did this one by hand, if I can say that. Uh, we love you, Nelson. She always puts my real name instead of Neil because she doesn't want to let everybody in the neighborhood know who I am, as if they don't already, right? But thank you, Van Lady. You're amazing. And stop picking on Chad. And by the way, when I drove by the runaway to the track last night, Chad ran back into that garage like an axe murderer was coming. Here's a lady in Plantation. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? All right. I wanted to tell you two things I saw on Channel 7. First off, Sally compared you to Pee Wee, so I want to know what time the show is going to be on Saturday. Yeah, I'm taking over that show. Yeah. It's Pee Wee's Playhouse for Adults. <laughs> no, well, if you're exactly the same, then you must have a TV show somewhere, right? Right. And you uh, do... Well, I'll tell you, after the performance in Here by the Media, if they should have enough footage now to carry like at least a, like a 13-week uh, series anyway. 
Right. Mini I think series. every single week you should have the secret word. They said they said it would be a mini series. I think they're trying to put me on. <laughs> well, the other thing was my favorite part of the whole uh, Channel Seven newscast was the reporter from Channel Seven. I can't think of her name. Who had all the candy bars? Did you see that? That was cute. I thought. Yeah, she was out in front of the building with the butterfinger and the. Well, yeah, but you see, seriously, what that did is it pointed up how ridiculous that whole thing was with the FCC with that candy bar thing. It was yeah. ridiculous. It was melting in her hand, too. And the candy bar also. <laughs> well, good luck, Neil. Thanks. Thank you. Have Bye -bye. a good one. 1058 at WIOD, an open line in uh, Broward, 524. And the out-of-town line is vacant as quiet. Isn't that amazing? See, I should have been here yesterday, Chuck. I should have exploited it, milked it for all it's worth. 1-800-944-WIOD, Fort Lauderdale on the Star Line. Hey, how are you doing? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Bonnie and uh, Mike and Sarah uh, and Fern, we're all for you. And cops lie all the time. I deal with them every day. When I go to court, they will lie uh, throughout, your, uh, throughout this, and you can count on it. And the other thing is, let's get to what's really important. Who killed Gene, and will Fletcher ever get laid? Exactly. And the last part, I think the answer is absolutely not. Probably not. Not if he's counting on Vanessa. At least, he got, at least he got rid of the frosted hair anyway. And you'll be pleased to know that in the midst of all of this, I did not miss Guiding Light yesterday, okay? Well, I never never have for ten years, and keep up the good work. And send uh, Eric back to uh, Yugoslavia or wherever he belongs. Can't play the piano worth a lick. Exactly. And he's, he's using Fletcher's old hats, too, by the way. Have a great weekend. You too. Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents the best of Neil Rogers. Neil's on vacation this week, so don't call in. If you do decide to call in, we're going to make a list of your names so Neil can rip you on the air when he gets back. The opinions expressed by the guest hosts or callers are not necessarily those of this station. Now, here's the best of Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Thanks, Mary. It's Open Phone America's Miami Beach. Hello. Uh, Larry, I don't know if you heard, uh, Miami Beach WRD radio personality Neil Rogers was arrested for allegedly exposing his sexual parts. And one of you had heard the story about your former colleague and what your, uh, reaction was. I had nothing to do with that. I never worked, uh, is that true or are you putting me on? That's no, true. I uh, never worked with Neil. He was always at another station. I haven't seen him in... It was apparently, uh... 15 years. And, uh, what happened once was, uh... The night Neil came out of the closet, Neil's a broadcaster who was uh, admitted homosexual, and he had a first in the United States, I think, to do that, is that I had had on, on my show, he worked at another station. He worked at WKT. And I was on IOD with Sergeant Matlovich, Leonard Matlovich, who subsequently died of AIDS. And Matlovich, that night on my show, called on everybody who was, who was gay to come out of the closet. He just said that was the way to do it. Come out and we'll end this, all this tragedy that goes on in America. And the next day, Neil came out, called me to say that he had heard Matlovich, and that was the thing that prompted him to do that. And then I haven't seen him in uh, 15 years. I know that he's, he attacks me a lot, but I have no idea why. I don't know him. I mean, I, I, by not knowing him, I wouldn't recognize him on the street. I haven't seen him in 15 years. Last time I saw him, he weighed like 400 pounds. And I, I'm sorry to hear that. What do they charge him with? Well, uh, it's, uh, I guess, a form of indecent exposure, but uh, apparently it may have been a setup. So, uh, what do you mean setup? Uh, well, it seems like the police may have set him up to. He was in this theater. He doesn't deny this, but uh, uh, it's possible they have targeted him because he's critical of the police down here. Yeah, but he can't force a man to expose himself. No, but they may have charged him, you know, 
not for not for doing something that he didn't do. Oh, he's denying it. Yes. Oh, I see. Oh. What's the station doing? Uh, they're supporting him all the way, and so and so are his uh, listeners and fans. Uh, which uh, they had a show today, uh, and everybody called in and supported him. Uh, there were some people that voiced opinions against him. A lot of the advertisers supported him. Uh, uh, the station is uh, he'll be on the air back uh, this morning. Well, what police department arrested him? Uh, Miami Beach. Hmm. Well, what well, he was in a movie theater. Uh, yeah. Was it a homosexual movie theater? Uh, it was, uh, it, it's, uh, I don't know, it's called the Gaiety Theater. I think it's an adult theater. Uh, the police report says he was watching a heterosexual movie. I had nothing to do with that. Okay, I, I have no comment other than I believe in innocence, presumed innocence, and a man is innocent until proven guilty. I uh, salute the station for not taking him off the air. You shouldn't take a person off the air until guilt is, is proven, and uh, I hope the, the justice system prevails. I don't think that's a crime, by the way. And I don't think it was a crime in the case of, uh, of Pee Wee Herman. And I don't think it's a crime in the case if, if that's what he did. And certainly if he says he didn't do it, we respect that. I believe in innocence until proven guilty. And I salute WID. I'll be in Miami over the weekend. In fact, I'm going to be on WID tomorrow. Only $50. 1109. Uh, just... Okay, that's Thank enough, Larry. Cut the crap. Okay, enough free time on this show. He'll be on with Chuck tomorrow. On Weekend Magazine from the Royal Caribbean Classic on Key Biscayne. Nine minutes after 11 at WYOD North Miami Beach. Hello. Long gone. South Miami. Yeah, thanks for some new news on the bitches. At, I mean, the news at 730. Yeah. So we could hear, you know, I was sick of the uh, Kennedy getting shot. And yeah, we need a little uh, di per diversion. There's something uh, new that's got to come along. It was getting pretty stale. You know, Dahmer and his food fest and then you. I mean, it's right. good. Yeah, it is good. Uh Right now, I have to say, Kane Sanchez, you're an assholes. I mean, just big, major, dripping assholes. And uh, they were just, I mean, ridiculous yesterday. Okay. But I appreciate you doing that because I was speeding on Miami Beach on the causeway that night. And I know you're just pulling cops with the radar guns away from there. Thanks a lot. Okay. I knew you could beat it. The bill is in the mail. handle it well. Okay, see ya. Boy, they have been working on it for like 24 hours, these people. Feverishly. Who's that on the bat line? Is that for me? That is for me. Who is this? Neil, this is Rick Stachos from Channel 7 News. <laughs> Who is this? No, this is Mark Mosley over at Power 96. Mark Mosley. You're starting to sound just like Greg Budell now. You Calling. sound like Greg Budell doing Sonny Fox. I swear to you, you do. You sound just like Budell doing Sonny Fox. I'm calling from the glass house here. Yes? Yeah. Don't throw not, any stones. We're not throwing any stones. Don't throw any really. pebbles, baby. All I get, listen, I just want to say one thing, and that is that I... I and I mean this, I hope your ratings don't go up. I know, because if they do, you're going to be pretty PO'd about it. No, because we had problems, our ratings went up. If your ratings go up, you're going to have radio people in this town jumping off buildings, holding hostages. Well, listen, I can give you a list as to who can start, especially with, <laughs> especially with the jumping off the building part. Well, listen, uh, good luck to you. and um, You'll be pleased to know, by the way, that I had very nice calls from uh, Tanner and Cox yesterday at home, and uh, Caprita and... Um, just about anybody who is anybody and some people who aren't much of anybody, quite frankly, but think they are. But just from, you know, everything that I've heard... Even I've Barry read. Epstein called me at home yesterday. Man, I'm telling you, that made my day. Barry, you're a great guy, but emotional, a basket case. From everything that I've heard and I've seen, I, I, the conclusion that I've drawn is that, um, you know, that this was some kind of a, a witch hunt. I really think that. Well, it was some kind of crap, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Crap is the operative word. But uh, we'll have complete uh, live team coverage <laughs> tonight at 10. 
Well, put your head to work and do a good bit for me, will you? You haven't done anything since uh, Ann Bishop. Oh, yeah. You notice that on, on, on 10, they won't say masturbate. Oh, they won't? No. They won't do it either, by the way. That's right, on Channel no, 10. They will not, no, those don't. people will not do it. <laughs> we don't say words like masturbate on Channel 10 Eyewitness News. Uh, so how did Grandma handle it? And the story, too. Well, we, we substituted uh, the phrase, slapping little Johnny behind the ear. <laughs> oh, man. God, they've been evil at 10, and now they're getting punished and getting spanked for it. I cannot believe it. Yep. I heard that she got so emotional about this, she drove the diesel truck right over the Julia, uh, truck right over the causeway. But it could be just a bad rumor. Yeah. Mark, do me something good, okay? Okay. And have a great life. Uh, you too. Mark Mosley. Boy, all these people that want to muscle in on this act. You're listening to the best of Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Coming up this afternoon at 2, it's Rick and Suds. Now back to the best of Neil Rogers. Highlights of previously recorded programs on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. I'm a lonesome faggot cruising down this cane. Got my whip, my boots, my dildo, but something's not the same. Oh, I am a so lonesome, this life just ain't for me. Gonna trade Bernice and Susie, Big Brucey set me free. Oh, Big Brucey, I'm going down today. I opened up my closet and found out I was gay. Surprise, lonesome faggot. Get yourself a queer, oh, big Bruce. <laughs> Take it up your Ouch. Big Bruce. Big Bruce. Big Say hi, Anita. Say hi. What's happening? Squeeze my food. 1116 at WIOD. By the way, big night at Pompano Park tonight. We got called a witness. And uh, he's the best bet in the Sun Sentinel this morning, by the way, for tonight. So maybe we'll make some more big bucks. And thanks to Alan Finkelson and Ralph and Alan and all the people at uh, Harold Duris and John Cashman. Man, they treated me like uh, they, I had my own personal bodyguards at Pompano last night, keeping all the media slime balls out of there. I mean, well, what does it get to? Well, we want to tape you at the track. We want to tape you taking a leak. We want to tape. What is it? I mean, what is it that you're looking for, okay? Bunch of uh, maniacs, exploiters, just uh, loving every moment of human suffering and misery. But have a nice day. Sunrise. Yeah, I hope you locked the house up this morning, Neil. No, I left the door wide open and I still... In fact, Craig had a great line yesterday. He says, can I take some sodas out to the poor guy sitting in that car? The guy from 4 was sitting out there for six hours in that car in the blistering heat. Six Ridiculous. hours. So they could get a, a, a tape of me waving goodbye on the way to the track. That You're was... probably going through your stuff right now as we speak. Well, good. I hope they have a good time. I want to say Chuck did a great job. By the way, leave my Cub tapes alone, okay? And George must be going crazy with the phones. They must be ringing off the hook. Well, he said we haven't had this many calls since uh, Graveline got fired. Well, I just want to say those North Miami Beach pigs are, you know what, and uh, it's ridiculous that, uh, that this happened. That they arrested you for something as ridiculous as that. I think we should all go to our local Triple X Theater, sit in the back row, and... See what happens. When hold, in doubt. hold what we got till they get what they want. When in doubt, yank it out. And, uh, Brett, you're a first-class douchebag. Okay. Oh. See ya. Emotional. Very emotional. 1118 at WIOT, an open line in the center square, 524-9463. The thing that does uh, disturb me a little bit is that there are people who are just, um, 
who really believe that this is a big deal, I mean, in any way, shape, or form. I, it, there are people out there who are more phased and blown away, I guess maybe because they're naive and they don't understand what's going on around them. Uh, Miami, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think that this case has uh, uh, Jack Thompson written all over it. Okay, whatever you say. Uh, 19 past 11 at WIOD. We have an open line today at 751-9463. 751-WIOD. Our Camillus House total we are going to make beyond a shadow of a doubt. I I just uh, can't get over it because today is the last day. See, I'll tell you what really happened. I knew we were at the last couple of days of our Camillus House campaign. Things had slowed down to a crawl. There was no way in the world we were going to make 120000 And it was such a nice, reachable number. So we had to do something sensational and juicy and really just uh, mind-blowing to get the audience off their ass and involved. And it worked. Worked like a charm. You people got to those phones, man, like all of a sudden somebody had given you doggy uppers. Flying to the phone. Hey, yeah, we want to donate. Hey, here, just take everything I got. And it's great. And you can keep doing it. 375-0763. Just whip out, I guess I shouldn't say whip out your Visa and MasterCard. Just pull it out gently. That's bad, too. And uh, get your uh, donations in, okay? 375-0763. Because today is our final day. And we are going to go over 120000 an all-time record this year in a year when everybody, even the van lady, can't afford her good uh, printing. Hi, Neil. Thank you so much for your lovely sign. Well, your art, artwork is slipping a little bit. Well, I was so upset. Why? No, I was... I, even I, my mother wasn't so upset. She was just indignant and outraged. That's, you know, that was the first person I thought of when I heard. Yeah. Your poor mom. <laughs> But anyway, no, my hand was my computer's down, so I had to do it by hand. Really? That I mean, more bad material. Yeah, and guess what? Oh, I'm sorry. I bet you Chad's not speaking to you anymore. Will you stop with Chad? <laughs> Jeez. I'm telling you, I was driving with Craig to the track my one trip out of the house yesterday, and <laughs> I get to the end of the street and make that left turn, and he ran back into that garage like uh, Charles Manson and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer just stopped by for lunch. It was probably, he was afraid of Craig, probably. Yeah, that's true. Um, and with good reason, too. I had Channel 6 knocking on my door yesterday. No. <laughs> yes, I did. No. Well, they're fessing up to it right here. They said, yes, we went. Well, did they know you were the van lady? Well, she was trying to get me to go. Was it you? Oh, she's in here right now. Well, she's nice. She's yeah, a nice she was person. Very, they were very nice. And then the camera came in. You know, they think he looked at the van. <laughs> I said, uh-oh. Yeah. I told him it was a valentine to my boyfriend. And she looked at me kind of funny. And yeah, I bet. They got me. But anyway, I just want to say, um, nice picture. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, dear Lord. Okay, well, I called. <laughs> I really called to thank you for my presence in my mailbox. Oh, okay, yeah. I was going to call today anyway. And then, so, but, and I have to tell you that Can-Am Plumbing supports you. Well, that's nice. My plumber called to tell me. Great. Well, I'm really uh, emotional about that. I'll go home and plug up the toilet this afternoon just so I can call him out. There. Okay, that's good. And, and say hi to Ross for me, too. I'm sure that uh, he's given me his big support. He, yes, absolutely. They don't know who I am. Well, I'll, I'll be sure. I think they do now. Oh, geez. Great. Well, this is the only way I could get across. I'll I'm... tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, listen. Have a good day. And you, too. Bye. And thanks. Uh-huh. 20, she's a sweetheart. 22 after 11. Everybody in the world should have neighbors like the van lady. This is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD with the best of Rogers. Okay, so you tuned in to hear the live Neil Rogers show and you get a bunch of old tape programs. Isn't this a good reason to get a life? Now back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Eleven twenty-six at WIOD. Here's Port St. Lucie. Yes, Neil. Hi. How you doing? 
Uh, Neil, yes. the main thing, I mean, uh, your problems are taking all the way all the, uh, the focus here. What is going on at Pompano with the saddle cloths? Why are they different than New York's? Why are they different than New York? Yeah. Well, what does New York have to do with Pompano? Well, I mean, New York started harness racing, right, Roosevelt? Well, uh, not really. No? Goshen. Remember Goshen? Yeah, Long no. before there was a Roosevelt, there was a Goshen, and there was probably DuCoin, and there was, like, all these Midwestern... I mean, not everything started in New York that was well, the good. But, I mean, shouldn't the sport have the same color? No. Well, I, well I, I understand what you're saying. And because usually, I won $20 off this jerk in New York, you know. Because, usually, uh, red is number one, and white is... Uh, let me just... Yeah, give, they got two and three White mixed. is number two. Five and six are mixed. And yellow is um, five, right? Right. The two and, and the three and the five and the six are mixed. Yeah, I noticed first. that. In fact, you're right, because six is yellow at the Meadowlands. Right. And I saw last night, I had the, um, I had the five horse uh, pianist. I yeah, you didn't have the that. two, though, did you? No, I did not. Mickey <laughs> McNichol, 70 to 1. That's why Mickey's dangerous. But I did have the five across, and I, he paid a huge price at the Meadowlands across the board, and here he paid kind of a mediocre price, but I made a few bucks on the race. But anyway, um, and then the horse that was third on the inside, which was Campbell in the six, and I kept thinking, because the photo was a long one, I kept thinking, who is that? And what is that? And Rich couldn't tell, and we just... Until they put the numbers up. So it is, yeah. you're right. It should a couple, be. A couple of nights ago, was, we're, we're marching. It should be inter, uniform. It should be uniform. wagering. And this guy's yelling five. There's a photo between. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You're well, right. I won 20 bucks because the guy's yelling five. And I know the five wasn't even in the photo. Yeah. It was a six and the one. Well, it's, it's, a good way to get, it's a good way to get a little excited. Yeah, it's a good way to make money. It's, it's, uh, well, it's an amazing way. Right. The other thing is, uh, what's okay. with the summer meet? Is it going to be all summer? What are, what are the uh, things? It is uh, unofficially on. It is going to happen, yes. Is it just a continuation from May 2 or what? Well, oh, I don't know the exact dates. but uh, And again, it's not 100% official, but I'd say 99.5%. Yeah, with Intertrack wagering, they should do it. Right. They'll, have, they'll do okay, and it won't you know, be quite the same quality. But hey, racing is racing, and you have all the different ways to bet, and I'll be out there. And well, it's still better than the the cestas and the dogs. You, you know? betcha. And better than those uh, little tiny horses that run for four seconds, too. Yes, that's true. Okay, see, okay, you, see you tonight. Okay. Bye. Uh, Tonight's call to witness, big uh, people's horse night. No. 11.28, we have an open line out of town, 1-800-944. Mickey the Great Dane, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> sends me a beautiful plant. Look at that. Is that nice or what? Beautiful flowers. And I hope Mickey didn't put one of her Indian curses inside the uh, vase there. But no, thank you, Mickey. You're okay, okay? Didn't have your home number, but I did call. That was very sweet, Mickey. Who's with a B? 29 after 11, here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Heard any, seen any good movies lately? Oh, yeah, some backslappers. Some backslappers. Yes, and slap this. <laughs> uh, this is bogus here. Yeah. Bogus See is where the, the uh, court just passed a law for the crotch searches? For the crotch searches? Crotch searches. No more crotch searches. No more crotch searches? No more crotch searches. Damn it. That's the only fun part. Have a great day, sir. Sober up. 29 after 11 at WIOD. We have an open line at Broward, 524. See, these are my people coming back now. Chuck yesterday got all the people that ordinarily don't call who are wonderful folks. But these are my morons, and we love it. Kendall, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Uh, for all your opinions about Chuck, he's a hell of a guy. He did a, he did a hell of a job That's for you. That's what I, I went. You didn't hear the beginning of the show. I went through He's this a Pirates fan, but we forgive him. Lengthy, emotional tribute. He's one of the finest broadcasters, one of the most talented people. He's just a great American, even if he is full of crap sometimes. Well, uh, it proves to say what, what you said all along is true. We live in a fascist State. Yes, sir. The pigs Wake up, up and Miami sniff the bitch. swastikas. You got it. Uh, the pigs up in North Miami, bitch, uh, outdid themselves, huh? 
This was uh, Miami Beach, by the way. I'm not going to make any comments. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But this well, was not we'll North skip, Miami we'll skip Beach. Skip the town. Skip the town. Good to hear you back. Uh, good to hear your jovial, professional self. Uh, we're all behind you instead of in front of you. Um, and uh, your true fans know that uh, when you go to court, it'll be dismissed for lack of evidence, right? Okay. <laughs> and uh, good yep. luck and have a great life. And I'd like to call my buddy Gern and Raul, who are major closet Neelys. Uh, they're douchebags. Okay. Take care, Neil. See ya. Bye. 11.30 at WIOD. No more acorn jokes today, okay? Enough is enough. Let's go to Hialeah. Hello. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing fine. Listen, um, you know, you... you uh, now, don't... You, of... Wait a minute. Huh? Slow down. You sound so emotional like you're on a verge of breaking. No, uh, you know, you, 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 you uh, jump on everybody's case or really, you know, it doesn't matter who you rag on or whatever, but there was two distinct uh, differences yesterday. Here you had Mr. Eagle, you know, just lathering at the mouth and everything, and then someone who you always, you know, you're always making fun of her, Irene Richards, they interviewed her last night. And, I, saw, I saw that. And, you know, I thought it was, uh, that was in good taste the way she did it. She could have ripped into you, and um, she sort of handled it pretty good, and that's the way I think most of them should have handled it. It really is, Irene Richards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most but, of them. But see, a lot of the people, I don't know, you know, I'm not talking about you, but a lot of people in general can't, including some of the people in this business, by the way, because of their massive egos, they don't know the difference between on the air shtick and business and personal. They don't know what the, where the line is or what it is, and there's a big difference. Yeah, it's you know. There's it, a big it, difference it, it, when when the initial thing with Tanner broke. I went and met with him the next morning, and I came on the air, and I was very defensive as long as I felt I could be. And now, after him calling me yesterday, we had another conversation. I really have very mixed feelings about that whole deal because I think that he's really getting a bad rap, and there's more stuff coming on that, and there's a lot of things being blown out of proportion and twisted and manipulated. But I don't, I don't try to exploit other people's misfortune. As far as Rick Sanchez is going, which I keep hearing about, uh, you know, I didn't uh, harm anybody else. I wasn't intoxicated. There is nobody sitting in a coma because of anything that I've done. And people who try to make a correlation between uh, the thing that I was uh, sucked into and this and the, the deals with him, what is the relationship? Yeah, you, didn't what, even, you didn't cop a plea. I mean, this guy copped a plea, so that, that shows a sign of some kind of, of being guilty. But, uh, you know, you had this guy calling uh, Mr. Eagle yesterday. This is the first, you know, it, it took me a, a, a hard time here trying to get that station to because I knew that, you know, once this broke that he was going to, you know, he was just going to go crazy. But, again, I expected that, and I don't have a problem with that, but it's just also phony and so yeah, contrived yeah. and it's like everything else that they do. Well, you know, the thing is that the other personalities were, didn't, they said they, you know, the first 20 minutes, half hour, it was good, but then it started to get old after a yeah. while. And they wanted to go on with their business, but he wouldn't allow them. Yeah. Then he has this one guy call in and, and starts talking about what you did to Tanner and that, that his daughter, not Tanner Cox, that his daughter called in almost suicidal and crying. Well, you know, that's and very interesting because Don Cox called me yesterday at home and we had a great conversation. And uh, Cox uh, has been around the block a few times. He knows the difference between shtick and, uh, you know, right, and but, personal. But, but his, daughter, his daughter wasn't, I mean, you know, at first she seemed upset, but then when... When she got to realize that you were really, you know, was in jest and yeah. you were having a good time, she sort of was able to deal with it. It wasn't like she was going to kill herself because of what you were saying about her dad. Right. You know, some of these people just go way overboard. Well, I'm glad you're back on the air. Don't be emotional now. Just no, take a no, deep breath. No, I won't be. And, uh, 4,000 you know, years from now, nobody will give a crap about any of this. You know, and, and one of these days, it'll be one of her, one of Geraldo's stories, the story behind the story, and everybody will know I just happened. hope you don't send his fave brother to do the interview, though. He's a little <laughs> too swishy for me. Have a great day. All right, take care. See you. 26 till noon at WS. So you were knocking on the van lady's house. You didn't knock her door down, though. You looked very gently. You were just tapping it. Oh, I'm sorry. Open line at date, 751-WIOD, and we got a real superstar. Boy, it's a good thing it's almost time for the break.
Good morning, Neil. Boy, here he is. Didn't want to miss out. Hey, you were a good-looking guy on that one TV report when you were on yeah, the Yeah, you track. mean with the hair up on... Oh, you mean with the uh, jacket on. Yeah. I think you meant the, with the mugshot, with I'll the hair up you, in the air and the eyeballs flaming. You could really see the weight loss. Yeah. It looked great. Oh, will you stop sucking around, Jeff? It's just... I mean, the public is barfing all over the place right, right. now. They can't believe this performance. <laughs> Well, uh, well, I'm telling you, one day we're going to have an, an IOD Oscar for Jeff Cohen for the most incredible overacting and just a performance that uh, be, defies description. I'll start putting the shelf up on the wall. Yeah, I bet you. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> sure you would. Uh-huh. I'm sure you would. Well, we're cooking away. We're feeding your station today out front. Up well, front. that's great. Uh, little uh, Tommy Denenberg is going to give me some soup across the street. He's bringing me some young guy in honor uh-huh. of my return today. And uh, I hope you do a great job for everybody else. Uh, I'm sure we will. Listen, uh, nice to hear have you back. Nice to be had. And uh, like I said, you looked great last night. Yeah. <laughs> what, Jeff? I got to go and get the damn cart. Just, uh, oh, man. Get the Hoover out the moon, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you shortly, Jeff. All right, Neil. Bye-bye. Bye. Get a haircut, slimeball. It's the best of Rogers. And this is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Neil's on vacation this week. So while he's away, we're broadcasting the best of Neil. Highlights of previously broadcast programs. Now, back to Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Summer 1990 is the summer of Dick Tracy. You'll see the movie, listen to the soundtrack, wear the t-shirt, and read the comic book. And now, just in time for Father's Day, you can enjoy the fragrance that was inspired by the movie, the soundtrack, the t-shirt, and the comic book. New Dick Tracy Cologne. Why smell like other guys? Now you Have can life, smell Andy. like dick. Oh, excuse me. 1140 at WIOD. Little Andy there is trying to muscle in on the act. Let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. How are yes, you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm first-time caller. Great. And uh, the reason I'm calling, my wife's so hung up on you, she told me to call you. She listens to you for the last three years. And the amazing thing is uh, I just can't believe that what the world's coming to and uh, you don't even have your own privacy or nothing in this world today. Wow. I was in a coma for 27 years. I was drinking, doing drugs and everything. And I'm finally straight after 11, uh, 11 months. Of you don't work your Channel 7, do you? Excuse me? Oh, just a joke. Oh, no. I did make Channel 7 news. <laughs> They're rest- Are you serial? Oh, excuse me? Well, I guess if that's the kind of stuff you're doing, you'll be on Channel 7 news. And I did make <laughs> Channel 7 news because I was one of the first guys arrested for uh, driving, uh, uh, they could take away your license on the spot, and I wasn't even drunk that night, and they pulled me over. That was one night I wasn't drunk, and the cop says to me, he didn't like the way I looked, and he pulled me in, got real nasty, so I gave him a new set of bridge work. And uh, had no extra charge. What? Had no extra charge. Had no, no extra charge. I mean, he got real nasty, stick-wise and all that. Yeah. I mean, and that's the only reason I ended up uh, where I uh, went to the program, and... And uh, it's amazing that uh, my life has changed. The one thing the judge did do me a favor. I mean, my whole life has changed. I met somebody, got married, happy, straight. It's a different life after so many years. Well, I'm sure straight is a different life, but I don't, uh, you know, I'm they, not holding my breath. <laughs> not holding your breath. <laughs> but, you know, it's amazing that today, uh, what goes on today with uh, everybody, uh, it just, uh, you know, like it's almost like, living in a world that you got to watch out what you do. It's insane. It's gotten to the point now where it's just uh, it's so out of control that uh, if you pick your nose with the wrong finger, they're going to you know come and bust you. It's uh, it's crazy. It's insane. Well, waiting, I've been telling I'm people that for about two, three years locks now. Locks for zippers. Yeah. Locks for zippers. That's next. Chastity belts for everybody, sir. <laughs> and only El Presidente will have the key. Chastity. Well, listen, you have a great weekend. And listen, thanks, can uh, I just say one something. thing? I can't think of why. My, yeah. my son listens to this. 
And I just want to tell him, say hi to Jules. He's brain dead. Oh, and he's a su super douchebag. Okay. He's a super douchebag. Okay. All right, let's take care. Okay, see you. 1142 at WIOD, an open line in Broward, 5249463. And three. Here's a lady in Homestead. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Great. Listen, I got I walked three blocks to call you. I you walked three phone. whole blocks? Three blocks. Hey, I've got calluses on my fingertips from dialing and putting uh, I could say something there. about that, but I won't. <laughs> um, listen, my new husband, he says that he thinks that uh, you didn't do it. And he says that the reason he thinks you don't do it is you didn't do it is because you're always making fun of the cops and, shit and they saw you and they saw their chance. Yeah. And they just made the stuff up. And I got to say that I really don't care whether you did it or not. Whose business is it of mine? Exactly. And I think, I think the big deal that they're making out of this is BS. And I think if anybody else had done it, they wouldn't be saying anything. But, oh, you work on the radio, so they're just going to pull you in and make news out of it. Yeah. So I just thought I'd call you and tell you that you got my support. Well, thanks a lot, and thanks for walking. Yeah, right. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 1143 at WIOD, uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, the whole thing, I had a similar situation only with the DEA. I sold a guy a copier, and they, they said I sold cocaine. You so, sold a copier? Yeah, and they, they brought me in and arrested me for selling cocaine. How I don't know. I think they got. I think they're sampling their own products or something. Could be. But I, you know, fascism is alive. The Nazis are are here. I've been saying that for years, and I know that a lot of people think I exaggerate and I overreact and that I get carried away and that I'm just uh, out of control. It is uh, true, and uh, somewhere so soon somebody's going to have to draw the line, or there are going to be no freedoms left anywhere in this country. Uh, it's very frightening to go through it. I, you know, I myself know because I mean. It's terrifying what these people. Sorry, it's like living in a with. virtual uh, police state. Yeah, my attorney says just drop it. Don't don't do anything. Don't yeah. say anything. Well, and that's a problem. Just like my coming on here today, and I can't really say yeah. anything about anything, which is pathetic. But uh, that's the way our system is, and you just have to kind of wimp out and to gloss it all over and to suck up to people and all of that, and then that's the way uh, you make everything go away. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it's it's horrendous. It's a nightmare. It's Incredible. My attorney says, "Don't say anything for another three months, then we'll see what happens." Right. I mean, they got another right. three—they got another three months before they can do whatever they want to. to yeah. Me. And I didn't do anything to begin with. Right. Well, good luck. Yeah. Hey, Thank good luck to you too. Thank you. Hang in there. Hey, you too. See you. Bye. Okay. Eleven forty-five at WIOD. We have an open line on the Star Line. If you have Bell South Mobility, just uh, pick it up and give it a flick at at the uh, Star IOD. Oh, Maria. Yes. Maria. I <laughs> Neil, why did you call me? You know, I'd have busted their colunis. <laughs> Maria, try to control yourself. Be, be a lady on. now, Maria. Don't start getting gross and crass, although it is kind of interesting. <laughs> the other side of Maria is coming out now. You bet. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. She's butching up to the point where pretty soon, if you butch up enough, Maria, you can work on Channel 10 News. <laughs> oh, God, I don't believe this, honestly. I, you know, when, when I heard it, I said, uh, I'm, I'm dreaming. This is a nightmare. Yeah. And uh, I no, I got to I got to be honest with you. I'm not really all that surprised. You know, again, I can't yeah. make any comment on the specifics, right. but I'm not the least bit surprised. And uh, at this point, anything that happens in this country yeah. is not going to surprise me really? because it's just a part of an ongoing escalating pattern. Yeah. It doesn't stop with all the crime that's going on and uh, other stuff. And they oh, please. It's just uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. Yes, that's yeah. it. Anyway, you know, we're with you. 
and uh, that's the important thing. And I'm I'm very proud of WIOD. They've been super. I want to say it again. Absolutely. They've been incredibly great, and that goes all the way up to yes. uh, the people in Atlanta, all those yahoos up there at uh, right. Atlanta and uh, down here, et cetera. Absolutely beautiful. Well, thank you, Maria. Okay, darling. And you hang in there. You too. We shall overcome. <laughs> yes. See you. Okay, dear. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Mickey for that beautiful uh, thing of flowers. Boy, I, I think she conjured it up with a spell. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Uh, Neil. Come down. Did you say Nick? I don't know where I... Ooh. I guess I was thinking of Lauderdale or something. Sheriff Nick. I, oh, Nick, uh, Nick Lauderdale. Yeah, I was thinking of... No I, no, I guess I was thinking of the sheriff down there and the similarity. He was thinking of the sheriff of the B.S. Oh! Yes, I was. I, I think the worst thing I heard from the whole thing yesterday, was it actually true that Kane called up the bird in Lakeland to get his... Uh, as I understand it, because Norm Kent was on the way from the station and the Breathless Press Conference is back home, and I, again, want to thank Norm tremendously because he's been uh, homesick for a couple of weeks, and uh, he ran all around for me at my, uh, you know, and I really appreciate it. But anyway, he had uh, called me and his, from his car, just all breathless and hysterical, that the bird had called in on Alice's show. And, you know, I said, I'm not going to listen to it, and I don't really care. And when you're dealing with petty little people who have an axe to grind, and I'm sure he just repeated the same old crap uh, that he had fed to New Times that they didn't even see fit to print because it was such a bunch of garbage, uh, people who live in glass cages like the bird should not be throwing stones, okay? Okay, and I have just another point. I did call up the beach, the beach, uh, beach police, and I only got through to the desk, and I just want to say, if you were trying to hurt this man, you've seen the support you've given him. Yeah. You've seen what you've done for that Camilla's house. And if this is your idea, if this was some kind of a deal to hurt him, I don't think it worked. And the woman who answered the phone, she was really nice, and she was listening to the phone. There are a lot of very nice people over there, yeah, by the way, too. I'm not going to paint any uh, organization with a big, broad right. brush, because both at Metro and over on the beach, there were some really very nice people. Well, I said, I don't think that you hurt the man that much. Just turn on the radio and listen to it. Okay. Okay, Neil. You have a great day. You too. Bye. The best of Rogers continues in minutes on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Tonight at 8, it's Goldberg at Night with Hank Goldberg. But right now, back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Now, from the Channel 10 Eyewitness News. I get that to you, Ann. Hey, where's Ann going? What, what's she doing with that machine gun? Oh, my God. Quick, quick. Camera to the white. He was fed up with reading one story after another about drugs and violence. Now, she wants to right the wrongs and rewrite the news in Anne Bold, starring Anne Bishop. Don't kill me, please. I'll see you tonight at 5, 6, and 11. Come. Anne Bold. She took the news into her own hands. What are you going to do with me? When I get through with you, there won't be enough of you left to make a good suitcase for Don Null. Starring Anne Bishop, also starring Carl Weathers as Dwight Lauderdale, and Don Knotts as Don No. There's a stationary front over the Midwest. And Bo, she rewrote the news. And Bo, coming soon. I'll bet. 11.53 at WID. Wait till you hear these numbers, man. These are incredible. You folks are doing it. The Camilla's house total is over 120,000. This morning alone already, what time is it? Not even noon yet, less than two hours, and already they've had called in today $1,369 on Visa and MasterCard over at the Camilla's house. That brings our grand total to $120,503 and that mighty important 33 cents. Oh! Incredible. 
And we thank you and don't let up now, man. We might be able to do close to 125. See, that's me. I'm greedy. I want to get that total goosed up as high as possible because I know it's going to a very much needed and great cause. 375-0763. I'm sure the lines are jammed over there. Be patient and keep dialing until your uh, thing falls off. Lauderhill. Hey, yeah. Deal. Where are you? Sorry, let me get this thing off. There's a man calling in a barrel. <laughs> Put your clothes that. on, sir. Welcome back, man. Thank you so much, man. Heartfelt. We, we really we missed you. Heartfelt? Yeah. Oh, heartfelt. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you know, Chuck was real. Uh, he was. I just pictured him giggling and uh, squirming every time he made some kind of comment like that yesterday. He was. He was good. He was great. He wasn't good. He was great. That was probably the greatest performance in Chuck Meyer's life. Seriously. I mean, it was under impossible conditions. He handled it well. He let everybody say their piece and kept it, you know, under control. And he was just terrific. And I appreciate it. Yeah, Chuck's the man. Well, I had to call you. Uh, Chuck's kind of like the Smokey Burgess of radio, you know. You don't want to start him every day because he's kind of like big and pudgy. He doesn't have the strength. But when you need somebody to come off the bench and hit that big grand slam homer in the 10th inning, that he's the guy. Good man. No, I had to call you. It seemed like an appropriate time to, to tell you this story. Uh, I know you don't like my, uh, Miami football, and I don't either. But I got uh, conned into going to a game uh, in the uh, Nasty Bowl down in Miami. Mm-hmm. And the guy, we sat, uh, we squoze into our seats. You squoze it? We squoze it. We squoze into our seats uh, right, right behind a, a row of uh, obnoxious, psychotic drunks. <clears throat> and they're, uh, they're rolling joints and they're smoking pot, right? I mean, right, in, no big deal in private if you want to do it. But they're right there smoking a big joint. The cops are all over the place and they're not even, they're not budging. Well, halfway through the game, uh, two of the guys get quiet because they're, they're boned out, they're stoned. And this was the Houston game, the first game. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, listen, I got news for you. That, oh, that was the uh, hurricane. I thought you were talking about the Houston Dolphins game. <laughs> you <laughs> wanted to be stoned by the end of that game <laughs> before Sammy dropped it. Well, I mean, I couldn't blame them, you know, for, for doing what they were doing. It was, got so boring. But uh, one of them remained intact, and he went. He was going nuts. So he takes his warm beer, and his friends, they have quieted down. I guess it kind of pissed them off they were quiet. He reaches around one friend, pours his beer on his head. Beer runs all down his back. Well, naturally, we're sitting right behind him. He thinks we did. So now the guy goes insane. He turns around. He rips off his shirt. Yeah. I know you're not going to believe this. He rips off his shirt. He starts... Uh, saying some kind of words I'd never heard before. Um, no, come on, you heard them. Well, they were in Spanish. So oh, okay, okay. okay he, George says next time he'll interpret for you. Okay, good. We should have had George there with us. And uh, they, the, the guy undoes his pants. I couldn't believe it. He whipped oh! it out. Really? He whipped it right out. Uh-oh, 40 now, years. There was, there was a woman sitting right in front of him, too, and I, <laughs> she was so stone-faced. I, I couldn't believe it. He pulled it right out, and he, I yeah. guess he's saying in Spanish, hey, you know, get on this or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing was is it wasn't much to show off. But well, maybe that's you. why Maybe that's why she was she was disappointed. It was no big deal. Uh, By the way, the words that he was saying were... No tengo pellejo en la punta. And he just, was, exactly. he just tried to prove it. Neil, there was not a cop anywhere. Yeah. This guy standing in front of thousands of people showing his boiled peanut. And, uh, hey, no cops. Big bag of dope getting passed around. No cops. <laughs> I don't get it. It's not fair. Pass the donuts. It's ridiculous. Have a great day. Take care. Good luck. What a story. 11.57. I guess there was no extra charge for the uh, floor show there at the uh, Orange Bowl. Huh? What a what a place. Uh, Tiny. Hi, Uncle Neil. Hi. Oh, Tiny, you sound like so guttural today. Where have you got that mic, baby? Oh, boy. 
am. By the way, I want to congratulate Winnie as a TV star. I didn't, hadn't realized that uh, certain individuals, I won't mention their names because they may be close by, were like right up on my door stoop and uh, like taping inside the uh, little window there. And, uh, and, and Winnie is a TV star. My golden retriever, Tiny, is pretty pissed off about it, too. <laughs> but he's so, he's so small they couldn't photograph him, which is, kind of relates to the whole story. Too much, too much young guy soup, Uncle Neil. Too much uh, some young guy, yeah. Yes, you have to play sometimes I feel. And then I tell you, Uncle Neil, I love you, and I will always listen, and you is a good guy. Thank you, Tiny. I love you. Love and kisses. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. 11.58 at WIOD, an open line and date at 751. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Great. I know there's not much time, so I'll just get right to the point. Get right to it, Pat. Uh, I want to thank, number one, Chuck Myers and, uh, and you both for taking something that uh, kind of was a negative thing and channeling it to something really positive. Okay. Uh, you know, helping out Camilla's house with this is really great, and people showing support is... Hey, listen, if that's what it took, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever motivates them, you know, whatever turns some, them on, if that, it's kind of bizarre, but if that got them off their dead ass... So. Yeah, I mean, because it's unfortunate for you to go through the hassles and all, but look at what, it's, what it turned out to. Yeah. You know. So, anyway, we're behind you 100%. Thanks. Have All a right. good one. Bye. Okay, let me give that total again, because even I'm uh, whelmed by it. $120,503.33. If you're not familiar with our Camillo's House campaign, we do it each year for a couple of months from November till the end of January and raise money for the homeless. And uh, the record last year was 111630 bucks, which uh, far and away surpassed our previous records. And uh, this year we didn't even set a goal because we're in a depression and the charities are crying and in spite of that, here it is on the last official day of our campaign, and we've not only broken it, but demolished it and still are doing it. Traffic and Weather Station, News Talk Radio, 610 WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and the Palm Beach. News Talk Radio, 610 WIOD presents the best of Neil Rogers. Neil's on vacation this week, so don't call in. If you do decide to call in, we're going to make a list of your names so Neil can rip you on the air when he gets back. The opinions expressed by the guest, hosts, or callers are not necessarily those of this station. Now, here's the best of Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Hello again, everyone, from the Channel 7 News Center. I'm Rick Sanchez with your 60-second Gulf War update. We have some new reports that just came in. They're uh, hard to explain, so let's move to the Middle East war map. Rick's world, if you will, and I'll try to explain. Party on, everyone. I'm your most excellent anchor, Rick Sanchez. And with me, as always, Sally Fitz. Party on, Sal. Party on, Rick. Called San Pedro lately? Uh, not since I've been back from Houston. People in the business remember, but fortunately for me, the public has a short memory. Say, what about that guy you flattened? Is he still in a coma? Uh, yeah, still in a coma. I'm so glad you brought that up, Sal. Not. Anyway, Hussein blew off a couple more scuds at the occupied West Bank. 
But those awesome Patriot dudes intercepted. Kaboom! Kaboom! As you know, the insane Hussein... Gosh, can I turn an original phrase or what? Yes, poison gas, but as I squat uh, over Baghdad... Gas mask alert. I'll give him a gas of my own. Hot air out of both ends. Hussein today said... I do not know the secret weapon the Americans have. The 40-foot colossal news anchor with the chapped lips, squatting over my country with a smelly gas. My troops are all fleeing, but for me, I ran. But I couldn't hide. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Party on, Sal. Party on, Rick. I'll sit and squat so you worry not. Rick over Iraq for Channel 7 News. By the way, now that we played the Channel 7 thing, something incredible. Yeah, I wish we had TV of our own. You're not going to believe this. George, watch. You see the pig in the box in the back? Is it going to work now or not? Oh, uh, yeah. See that? It works on vibration now. You can't maybe hear it too loud, but it's you don't have to do anything with it. You used to have to jiggle the box. Now that we played the Channel 7 thing, the vibrations in the room have become so tremendous. Look at that. It's doing it again in the box. Our pig in the box. It just starts on vibration. So probably set. Whoop, cut it out. When it out. Unbelievable. Sally must be lurking in a building somewhere. Pembroke Pines. It's incredible. Hello. Pembroke Pines is gone. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. Uh, I've never called before. I'm one of those people out there that listen and laugh. You entertain us. Well, thank you and, so much. You know, Neil, I'm glad you're back. I work part-time in law enforcement, and I... I'm probably going to make a fool of myself talking here, and I'll get off quick. But I just want to tell you, that was a terrible waste of trained manpower, and I was sad to hear about it. But welcome back and stay back. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what they always tell me. Stay back. <laughs> have a great weekend. Have a nice Bye-bye. day. You too. Bye-bye. 1209 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade, 751-9463. We're getting all the lights, the cameras, the action is done. Finally, it was wonderful having you guys, but enough is enough. Man, get a life. Just incredible. Like a feeding frenzy. Wait till you see what I'm doing next week. Here's uh, Dania. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Welcome home. Thank you so much. Hey, we, um, my girlfriend and I come and visit you down at the uh, last remote you had at Sunrise at Peaches. Yeah. Had a wonderful time, and I told her that yesterday, and I want to say... The first time I heard any of that, I heard it on WIOD, so I didn't hear it on Channel 7. Well, thank God for you. <laughs> anyway, I want to say thanks to Chuck Meyer, because he did a wonderful job. Yes, he I, did. We can't overemphasize it, even though I think we already have, but well, it just, uh, he was just super. I listened to you at the beginning of your show. We anxiously waited for you to come back on the air, and we don't care about anything. We just like you on the air, and welcome home. And I know you've got a lot of callers you want to talk to. All I can do is say is thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Bye. See you. Ten past noon at WIOD, an open line in Broward, which it's amazing. Even Broward has suddenly awakened during all of this uh, cockerai that's been going on. Atlanta. Uh, can you put me on hold? I'm not ready yet. You're in Atlanta? Yeah. Who's this? David. David in Atlanta? Yeah. And you want to hold it? Sure. Okay, hold on to it. Uh, what's your name again? Pee-wee. Oh, okay, hold on to it, Pee-wee. Yeah, check him out, okay? When in doubt, check him out. Uh, Miami on the star line. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Oh, jeez, man. Hi, this is God. Pete. God. Who? Pete. First time caller. Okay, Pete. Welcome back. Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, uh, let's get our priorities straight. The important thing here is that you got good taste in cars and good taste in football teams. Right. That's it. That's all that counts. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Pete. All right, bye-bye. Have a great life and good taste in guys. 
It's 11 past noon at WIOD. We have an open line on the star line at Star IOD. Where's Orlando? I do have my some young guy here, though. Thanks so much to little Tommy Denenberg. Although I don't think he went over there and got it because Mitch Lewis slept it in here. Who, uh, Mitch had his own lunch, his chicken, the garlic, and all that stuff. Thanks, Mr. Uh, Yutz, over there across the street again for that delicious, succulent some young guy. You're listening to the best of Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Neil's on vacation this week, but you're still listening to the Neil Rogers Show through the magic of audio tape. It's the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Hey, Pee Wee, pull my finger. What's Gary Hart doing tonight? Inquiring minds want to know. That's why Inquiring Minds read the Miami Herald. Is Maurice Foray really having sex with an alien from outer space? It's in the Herald. Is Paula Hawkins the true mother of the elephant man? It's it's in the Herald. Is John Kennedy sleeping with Max Headroom? It's in the Herald. Is Jim Baker about to give birth to Jerry Baldwell's baby? It's in the Herald. Sex, 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 more hot sex. Oh, it's in the Herald. Plus, Gary Hart's amazing rice diet from Florida. A crossword puzzle that has no answers. Our own Pulitzer Prizes just for us. Add Pope's love letters to Neil Rogers. And we're so sorry, Uncle Albert, but we haven't heard a bloody thing all day. Mindless, babbling rhetoric. It's all in the latest issue of... The, the Miami, Miami Herald. Herald. Available at supermarket checkout counters everywhere. And we're finer manure. And nothing to do with that. Call 15 at WIOD. Don't forget the king, the real king, Larry King, is going to be on with Chuck Meyer tomorrow morning. Chuck gets those guests, man. Forget about Soupy Sales. Forget about Pee Wee. Forget about all these people, man. He's got the king on tomorrow. Snap his suspenders one time. See if he's alive, okay? Tomorrow morning on Weekend Magazine from the Royal Caribbean Classic on Key Biscayne. Anyway, what are we doing here? Now, this call on one is definitely a little uh, suspect. Hello? Yes, sir. Actually, I've been out of town. I just uh, heard uh, something going on down there for uh, uh, yesterday, and I tried to get through, and I couldn't, and uh, just trying to find out what's going on. So you can put me on hold, and I'll just listen. I'm okay, great. Okay, hold on to it now. Are you holding on to it? Yes. Okay, not too tight. Uh, here's Sergeant Harris, our cigar-smoking dude. What's up, Mr. Rogers? Oh, it's up. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Well, listen, I tried to get through all day yesterday, but then today was uh It's tough. been smoking, yeah. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Been tough. I wore my fingers out dialing that phone. Yeah, but uh, I, no, think I just like called to, to uh, say, you know, that whatever, whatever the result, whatever comes out, um, you know, you have my support. I've met you on on, on a couple different occasions, and um, I, I think you kind of summed it up earlier. A lot of people don't realize that what you do on that side of the microphone is a shtick, and uh, they they really don't know you as you really are. And uh, if there's anything I could do for you, you have my card. You know how to get a hold of me. And uh, um, uh, you're a good guy. I respect your, your ability behind the mic. And uh, you keep us going out here on surveillance from uh, 10 to 2. And it's a pleasure to have you back. And uh, where's my books? Okay. Where's my books? I got them at home. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I, once I, I should be driving <laughs> next week. Um, yeah, Monday morning. I'm going to... Uh, Monday bring... morning, I'm bringing in both The Exorcist and your Amsterdam books. How's okay. that? Because I'm going to bring George some cigars next week. Okay, that's All a right. deal. All right, bye. See ya. 1217 at WIOD. He wants Amsterdam books. I wonder what he's going to do there. If there's anybody who has any doubt in their mind why I spend eight, nine hours each way on big, uh, fat airplanes going to Europe three times a year every time I get a vacation, now perhaps you understand a little bit better, Okay. We just kind of walk around and go where you want to go and do what you want to do and do who you want to do. And it just, uh, nobody gives a crap and life goes on and everybody's happy and they're not driving all these big cars. And, uh, but hey, it's a different world. Miami. Hello. Yes, sir. Now, how's it going, buddy? It's going just fine, old pal. Good, good. Listen, on behalf of the uh, South Miami poker players, we'd like to uh, 
offer our support for this predicament that you're in. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we support you 100%. Life is like one big poker game. Like, a, got... big, like a big crapshoot. You know what I'm saying? It's a draw of the cards, you know? Right. And uh, listen, I was wondering if uh, maybe you want to go catch a movie tonight. Yeah. Maybe we grab a hot dog. A weenie. <laughs> All right. Well, Leroy needs our business. You know, times are tough. There you go. There you go. Listen, I'd like to uh, ask my douchebag boss, Gabby, if I can get off work early today. Okay. So Good luck to you, sir. All right, you too. Okay, we'll catch the matinee. Uh, there you go. See ya. I'll be over. Okay. <laughs> Twelve eighteen. that is, until Tempest starts taking her clothes off and everybody runs out the door. It's just a joke, Tempest, okay? But uh, happy 75th birthday. Here's uh, Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. I'm going to take care of this thing for you. Yeah. Someday you're going to be required to do you down a favor. Okay. Hey, man, what if it was Michael Corleone back there? Yeah, right. What he made him that? an offer they couldn't refuse. I'm telling you, man. Can't believe it. Well, Fascist. Don't, uh, I, well, haven't I been telling you that? You think that it, I'm just uh, funning you? Oh, man. Isn't it funny, though, that the uh, people making the laws, like the Doug Danzingers of the world, are also the ones breaking them? Right. It's, it's incredible. All right. Don't ask me about my business. See ya. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever ask me about my business, Kay. Just this one time. And then he lies. So, like, what does it mean? 1219 at WYOD. Let's do uh, Hollywood. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. This is a true story. Okay. Last night, yeah. my house got broken into, right? Yeah. So, about more than an hour ago, I called Hollywood Police burglary line. Mm-hmm. And I, the phone rang, like, 12, 14 times. Mm-hmm. Finally, somebody picked it up. Oh, it was lunchtime. Well, I think they're out catching a matinee. Okay. They uh, transferred me. She answered. She transferred me to somebody else. It rang about ten more times. Somebody else trans picked up the phone, said, hold on. They cut me off. I called back again. They cut you off? Yeah, they cut me off. I got the dial tone. Said, Please hang up the phone and try again. So then I called back. It rang about twelve more times. The same lady answered. She put me on hold. About five, ten minutes later, she picked up the phone again. She says, hello, and I said, this is the same guy that's been calling. Was this the right number? Yeah, it was the right number. Well, then what the hell was she hanging up on you for? No, well, she transferred me to somebody else, and I guess the other guy told me to hold on again, and then he hung, he hung up. Well, how the hell long can you hold on to it, man? So listen, so she took, uh, she said, well, listen, I'm going to have to take your name and phone number down. I'll give it right to the detective, and he'll call you right back. And this is going on two hours, and I'm still waiting here. Oh, you're still waiting? Yeah. Well, listen, at least we killed some time for you. Good luck, pal. All right. You'll need it big time. All right. See you. Now, what is this? Juan's Mandarin House. Uh, please tell uh, Norman thanks for the comparison to uh, prison food. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Please tell Norman thanks for the comparison to prison food from Juan's Mandarin House in Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood. I don't understand that. I guess they're looking for a little plug after Norm. Is, uh, is that Norm Kent? Would he do such an outrageous thing as that? Probably. Maybe he's looking for some free meals. This is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD with the best of Rogers. This is Neil Rogers. I'm on vacation this week, and you're not too bad. Now back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Please, enough talking. CBX presents the album you've been panting for. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman's Hermit's Greatest Hits. Well, got the morning feeling mine. <laughs> so I decided. It's Pee Wee Herman caught live. Something tells me my career's done for good. Yes, Pee Wee's a man on emergency.
ignition with a new release. He just won't quit. Missy Vaughn, you've got some lovely knockers. <laughs> Don't miss this outstanding performance at the climax of his career. So fly down to the store and pull out Pee Wee. That's some kind of thing. All right, come quietly. <laughs> All over the screen. Put your hands so we can see them. All over the screen. La, 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 la. I think I'm in love. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman's Hermit, recorded live at Pee Wee's All Night Playhouse. I'm horny as an ape, I am. <laughs> Look, now I'm a hermit. Now available on Hot Wax Records and Tape. <laughs> Twelve twenty-six. By the way, George just went on during a break and just was going on and on about what a complete asshole Paul Castronovo is. And uh, Paul, I'm sure you're out there listening. You're a piece of sleaze, okay? Trying to siphon off of this show, trying to suck around, use me like so many others have done to try to get a lo little notoriety, a little bit of attention. And you got those big numbers in the morning, eighteen to thirty-four, because they're listening for the music, and you want to take credit for it. Try to be some big superstar. You're a piece of crap, Paul. Okay. Piece of crap, and that's a compliment. That's an insult to crap, okay? I apologize to the crap of the world because that's a slap in their uh, thing to compare them to Paul Castronovo. You're a phony, you're a hypocrite, you're a piece of crap, and you're a fat slob, too. 1220s, but hey, have a nice day. 1227 at WIOD, Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, Neil? I'm doing great. I just want to know something, all right? Yeah. You go to the Copa with me? <laughs> yeah, sweetheart. Open line in the center square. He couldn't even keep it straight before he got on the phone there, or the uh, voice either. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hey, Neil. Um, sure was sorry to hear about your ordeal in jail. I think you uh, ought to be able to go any place you want and act any way you want. Right. You know, that's really terrible. Yeah. That somebody was watching you, and, you know, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. But we're behind you. Uh -huh. My boyfriend and I, you know... Are supporting you all right. we can. Okay. We're going to listen to you all right. the time. Good. And everything. And uh, can I call him a douchebag? Sure. Russell, I love you. You're a douchebag. Good luck, Russell. You'll need it. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank Woo. 1228 at WIOD. Let's do uh, Miami. Hello on a Broward line. Yes. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you? I'm fine. Good. I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart. Bottom of your parts. I support you 110%. Thank you so much. As a matter of fact, I took your picture out of my drawer. I put it up on the uh, office wall. Yeah. And uh, I salute you. Well, that's great. And this is L.E.N. I know who it is. I know who it is. You know, Don't start the self-flagellation, self-promotion business. No, 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 no. I, I, I called yesterday to Camilla's house. I gave I told her about an additional... Well, that's great, Len. See, now I'll mention your name. Okay. Oh, look at this. Here's old Jeff Cohen with his hair slicked back and his ponytail down to his drawers. Man, what a guy. Yeah. Is, 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 does he look now? I mean, I know him and he knows me, but the last time I saw him in person, it looked like he swallowed a bowling ball. Is that the same Jeff? Jeff Cohen swallowed a bowling ball? No, right, yeah. no, I don't think so. No, he's not fat. He's just uh, grizzly looking. He is grizzly looking. Gruesome. No, that's why you get that extra for free. There's no extra charge for it. I Especially well, in the Fugaza, that's the secret ingredient in that stuffed pizza. Yeah, well, that's Straight idea. from the ponytail into your pie. I, I don't know if it's an Italian, I don't know if it's an Italian curse word, but he's a great American. Jeff never stole a trade train, but uh, he's got to get rid of the ponytail. Len, get some new material. I and say hi to Gilbert for us, too. No, no, I don't associate with him. No, they no. showed a guy on the thing by the Gaiety Theater, one of the pieces they did the other day, I think yeah. it was on 7th, and I would have sworn it was Gilbert. Man, I was just hyperventilating. I, I can just see Gilbert in the Gaiety Theater, man. He could be good up on stage with uh, Tempest Storm. 
Listen, Len, have a great day. I'd like to, in closing, I'd like to call my friend Oscar Tata, who's a thespian, a major douchebag. Okay. And keep up See the See you sometime in the, uh, distant, in the near future. And I'm proud to be a Neely. Bye, Len. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Chronic. Good guy, but just uh, out of control, always. 1230 at WIOD on a tremendous uh, Friday. Our Camillo's house total is over 120,000. You folks have been doing it. It's been just phenomenal. There are no words to describe it, and just don't stop. That's all I can say. Because today is our last official day. Obviously, there's going to be some mail trickle in on uh, Monday. And in the days after that, there's always a little trickle at the end. You know what I'm saying? But uh, today is the last day to call that number and charge your Visa or MasterCard, your Best of Neil cassette, CD, those Neil and the Rick and Suds and Ranieri and the uh, Hank Mooning over Miami T-shirts. 375-0763. Peter from Absolutely Travel is going to be bringing us some more checks. And uh, by the time we get, you know, kind of scavenge all the uh, stuff together, we could damn well get near 125000 So why stop now? Key West on the star line. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing it. Welcome back, buddy. Thank you, Pally. Let me tell you. All your friends down here in Key West are behind you 100%. Well, hey, that's... No matter how bad you talk about us. Right. That's five or six. That's a good start. Hey, uh, Neil, you touched on some um, a few minutes ago about Amsterdam. I understand why you go to Amsterdam all the time, because yeah. I go. And uh, my life partner and I are going in July, and we want you to come along with us and go to the monopole and go to the it and everything else and do whatever the hell go, we want go to, to. Go, Wait a minute. Go to the what? Go to the monopole. What is that? And the it. The monopole and the it are those what, like bars? Yeah. Oh. We can, uh, you know, we can go down to, to Amsterdam and just party all we want to. Right. You know? The right. attitude of the cops here and the... the damn conservative people in this country, you know, they run it for everybody. No, conservative isn't the word. It's just sexually uptight, frustrated, hysterical, obsessed, neurotic, and uh, voyeuristic, and crazed. I mean, just absolutely crazed. All the people here are just into, like, little peeping toms and running around and sticking the flashlights in your nose and running around at people's windows like the guy in Tampa with that, remember, with the camcorder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It's just, I, I, I just don't know. I mean, and, and the media just keep feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. And the more of it they want, the more they keep feeding it. And it's like all anybody cares about. Just like the thing, I mean, seven minutes on a 6 o'clock news on a story, you thought I would have gone out with, a, with an axe and cleaved up 75 old ladies in Hallandale. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saving that for next week. Well, Neil, I tell you what. Wait till the French Canadians get in the week after that, man. You know, I'm working up to that. We support you 100 percent down here. Well, thank you, and, sir. Uh, you know, I, I I got to see you for the first time last night on the news. I'm sorry about the, you know, under the conditions that it was. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, if you ever want somebody to go to Amsterdam with you, give us a call. My partner and I will go with you, and we'll have a hell of a time. And you know, screw all these. Screw these people. You got it. Some of them might not be bad. Do hey, it, listen, do it, Neil. Butch up and have a great weekend. All right, thanks. See you. 1232 at WIOD, we have an open line in uh, the Star Line, Star IOD. And let's do Little Havana. Hello? Little Havana couldn't handle it, huh? They dropped it? Sounded like he dropped the uh, coast or the dove. North Miami Beach. Yeah, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Okay, I've called in the past and and bashed the Dolphins a little bit of stuff. But I'd like to tell you on behalf of myself and the Jeff fans, we'd like to stand behind you. All right. In more ways than one. I believe that. All righty. Well, that's better than that one Jet fan who stands in front of me all the time with yeah. a fat head. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's nice to know that, you know, at least someone, you know, uh, here in Miami can pull it out. You know, yeah. just uh, The Dolphins had trouble pulling it out uh, all season long. Yeah, and another thing. Uh, Speaking like, of the Jet game. Uh, in New York, we wouldn't have had that problem. Like a Roto Allegri and uh, the coach we used to have. Uh, Joe Walton. Yeah. They used to do this all the time in Forty uh, Second Street. They never had any problems. <laughs> I mean, especially Joe. You can just go there at any time, and he had nothing. You know, no problem at all. Well, that explains something, anyway. Yeah. That explains a lot. 
Okay, Niels, I tell you all behind you. Good luck. Take care. Don't drop oh, it. another thing. I yeah. just saw a friend of mine a douchebag. Okay. Uh, Willie and his wife, Bel uh, Belkis, yeah. are both douchebags, and Sammy still sucks. And Joe Walsh is God. Take care, Neil. See ya. <laughs> that was great. 26 <laughs> with Raul Allegra together. 26 till 1 at WIOD. Boca. Yeah, hi, Neil. How you doing? Hey, we're 120,000% plus behind you. Behind you. you. Well, that's uh, great. I'd like to commend Chuck on his... Great job he did yesterday. Yes, sir. It was really, really good. Masterful, brilliant performance. Uh, while I'm calling, I uh, heard on the news also that they fired Mike Reagan in San Diego. Who's and that? President Reagan's son. And they replaced Mike Reagan was yeah. doing what? He was on a talk show? Yeah, and uh, they replaced him with Rush Limbaugh. Oh, boy. Well, Rush Limbaugh is coming to QAM pretty soon from like noon to three. Yeah, I've heard And I can't wait to have that big, fat, right-wing douchebag on the air like on QAM because he ought to get like at least a point eight or a point nine on there. <laughs> All the nose pickers will be listening to him. I've heard you mention it before, and I thought it was a Jewish holiday. Yeah, it is. It's like no, Rush has shown it. It's like the following week. No, I heard that. They replaced Yom Kippur with it. And when you listen to Rush Limbaugh, you think it is Yom Kippur. Yeah, and picture this. I also heard Rick Sanchez coming out with a new map. Miami Beach in vicinity. Yeah, he's going to be squatting over the gaiety this weekend. I <laughs> yeah, think. so he's going to go, well, let me see here. This is where Neil was. Well, yeah. Let me squat right here. And squat point on the bench, Rick, and see what happens, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Neil. We have a great life, okay. But be sure and wear some protection. 1235, we have, uh, look at those calls, man. Why isn't it like this every day? I guess if we could have a scandal every day. Hey, there's a good old Tony out there. Come on in here, Tony, just one time. Anyway, if you're planning to travel. Now, well, let me ask you a question, George. When does Tony work? I can't. I just can't figure out this schedule. Okay, we got like Scotty Mac. Did you just get a paycheck? Did you come, huh? Oh, on the weekend. Because we've got more people at work here, and I never know when they work. I know Scotty was on there last night doing about it. Did you hear what happened last night? He was going on because Hank got real sick, and they had the paramedics, and his heart slowed down, and he was just uh, dying over here and gasping. And I didn't know what had happened. And and uh, so Scotty Mac comes on the air, and he's doing a whole thing analyzing the Herald and the Sun Sentinel and who's doing a better job covering the sports and about the heat. And he's making no sense. Just a bunch of words. Come on, blah, 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 like that. And it was the most incredible 10 minutes in the history of radio. It was just, and here I'm driving back from the track with Craig Worthing in the car, and he's listening to this, and he must be thinking to himself, what kind of a radio station is this? I mean, you think the light bulb is bad, and it is. It's the best of Rogers. And this is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. He terrorized you in silence of the land. Hannibal the Cannibal. Now he'll tantalize you at Hannibal House. Yes, Hannibal House, where the food is always flesh. And now try our new Smorgasmorg, featuring all-you-can-eat finger food. Uh, yeah, I'll have the hand in Swiss on rye. I want a hot, long foot dog. Yeah. Hungry for breakfast? Try our 69-cent special, scrambled legs with French toast. And, uh, I'd like a coffee, too, please. It regular or decapitated? Uh, never mind. And don't forget dessert. Try our world-famous hot apple pie. This week, order distended liver and onions with a drink and keep the glasses. Or a hearing aid. Even a complete set of dentures. Why not bring a friend for dinner? Taste this. 1241 at WIOD. Boca. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Neil. Okay, just calm down. Don't get all hysterical. I had to run to the phone. I'm a you big had, fan. You had the runs? Yeah. Okay. I had the runs, too. I'd run to the phone. I've been listening for four years. My wife and I are no longer closets, and she's afraid to get on the line and talk to you. Why is that? She said she's too busy. She's putting benders in her hair. 
She's bending it? She, she Yeah, she's bending it. She, uh, she's, well, I don't want to keep you then. No, uh, it's okay. I would like to talk to you. She's busy in the mirror. Okay. So she's the one, well, one of those, me. huh? Yeah. She's the one who got me involved in listening to you, and you're great. I and am. I think all these people who are coming down and what's happened in the past are just silly because the future's got a lot to hold for you. Right, so to speak. So to speak. That's right, so to speak. I should have known. The, uh, we, we think that we have all the support in the, in the whole state behind you. Well, even the governor. I don't know. I mean, governor, who knows? Even the governor. He <laughs> took about three or four Prozacs this morning and said, what the hell? We tried to make a couple of your uh, remotes, but we never get, we seemed to get there. You see, we work for a big company, which you like, Blockbuster. Yeah. And um, we always try to get out to you. We never get, never get a chance, though. We really want to meet you. It would really be nice. You sound, you start to sound like, uh, what's his name, Ricardo. Unfortunately, I've never talked to you before. I, I wish you did recognize me. My name like, is Brian. Like I said, you are starting to sound like Ricardo Brian. I think your wife's going to start getting really jealous. Uh-oh. I'm not Boca Brian, though. It's a different Brian from okay. Boca. Okay. Well, listen, any Brian's okay in my book. Have a great weekend, Brian. Take care. Bye-bye. 1243. Man, you guys are just uh, a little extra pigging out in there. Really going nuts with uh, the stuff that Jeff left. What, what's in the bag? Cannolis? Salad. Salad? What? For me? I might pick at it. I might, like, nibble on it. How about the salad? Uh, 1-800-944-WIOD. The Palm Beach Out of Town line is WIOD, please hold. I got it. Just relax. Everything is under control now. And the best part of the deal is uh, all these media people are out of here. If you folks could have seen what was going on, I came in this morning, had to sit in with Disney till almost 10 o'clock, which is really a breath of fresh air. Now, he's been great. He's a super guy. He's just a little misunderstood. That's what he kept saying. He said, I'm not as dumb as they all think I am. And anyway, uh, come in here at about 5 minutes to 10, and these control room, I couldn't even see George. I mean, it's hard seeing George when nobody's in there because he's about two feet tall. But I couldn't see him at all because they're just all pressed up against the window in there, and we had like, I don't know how many, but there must have been like uh, eight or nine. How many? hundred. Yeah, no. Come on, there were, seriously, were just at least a dozen of these media goofballs in there, 10 or 12 of them with their cameras. And hey, that's fine, okay? I mean, uh, they've, been, they've been fair, and they've been more than fair, actually, which I don't understand why, but they know a good thing when they hear it. And, uh, it just it just gets a little bit hectic, and then of course they stay in there and stay in there. They're doing their little live eye reports, and they're t- and of course we're all going to charge them uh, rent. We're going to send them a bill for rent in the mail. So we got over 120 grand for Camilla's house, and uh, the birds are doing it, and everything's great. Hollywood. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Doing? I'm doing it. You're doing it, huh? Yeah. You got a lot of people calling in today, and they all seem to be kissing your ass. You yeah. Know? Well, you change it now, sir. Come on. You got it. You got okay, it. I got it. I uh, I gotta wonder. Yeah. Yeah, you rank on the police department. Yeah. I'm not a cop. I'm a businessman in yeah. Hollywood. Uh-huh. These guys... How often do you listen to the show, by the way? How come? No, how often? Well, periodically. My employees listen to it. I come from from New York. I listen to Howard Stern a lot, and we don't have them down here, so you're the next best thing. Yeah. But the fact is, is that, you know, I don't want to condemn you whether you were right, whether you were do- actually doing what they accuse you of or not. But the fact is, is that that's what home videos are for. Uh-huh. Do it in the, Do it in your home. I just don't understand. Let me say this to you. First of all, uh, you're assuming that I was, which I wasn't, number one. Number, no, no, no. Number, no, number, no. number two, I'll do whatever the hell I want to do, and I will go wherever I want to go. And if what I'm doing and where I'm going are legal, it's none of yours or anybody else's business. How do you like that? Well, listen, like I said to you, I'm not one of these ultra-conservative people. Mm-hmm. I believe that, yes, there's, there's certain... There are because quite, quite frankly, just my own personal taste, because everybody's got different tastes, but the idea of sitting at your home watching a sexual-oriented video, wanking your uh, salami. To me, that's about as exciting as uh, lying in 45 pounds of dog duty. Well, what about...
about not the people excited. that actually do go to these movie theaters and actually do what you're well, So what about it? I Listen, if, if, if every... Over the years, all the people that I've seen doing what you're describing, if I had a dollar for every one of them, including some well-known people and lawyers and doctors and prominent people, if I had a dollar for everyone, I wouldn't have to be sitting here talking to anybody now. I could be like on a desert island and somewhere. And what about the spread of disease? I mean, what how do you sp How do you spread disease by uh, yanking in a movie theater? How do you spread disease that way? What about the fact that there can be contact of bodily fluids? And listen, I'm not a doctor, okay? And maybe I'm talking... Contact of bodily fluids how? Well, when you, go to the, when you go to the movie theater, and as you put it, you're yanking your crank. Let uh, me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a porno theater? Absolutely. Oh. And no we'll, question about it. Yeah. How often? How many times in your life? In my life? Oh, God. Maybe, maybe 10, 15 times. Yeah. Well, why, 10, 10 or 15, 10 or 15 times? times? Well, why would you go in there with all those dangerous things going on? Well, this was many years ago. Oh, when you were okay. young and foolish. Well, young and foolish before the, before the, the advent or before the public, publicity of AIDS. Right. Well, there's no question that people are more cautious, but if you're engaging in safe sex-only practices, what difference does it make? But again, what about the fact are bodily fluids generated in these movie theaters? I don't see any. You don't see any? That's because I don't get that close. Okay, well, you know, that's, why one, that's probably one of the reasons why I don't go today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got another... Well, a lot fewer people do, and that's why most of them are out of business, because uh, people are paranoid and petrified and terrified, and they're all sitting in their house locked in with their... In fact, if you'll talk to any of the um, video rental places, in most of them where they have uh, adult uh, X-rated movies, oh, more than 50%, some of them like 80 or 90% of the business is they're renting out and selling X-rated movies. Absolutely. That's because people are taking them home, and that's their thing, okay? And more power to them. Right. But the fact is that there are laws on the books, and they're there for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're there to oppress the, the general populace. What are they there for? They're there to protect us. Against what? Against the number of things. Well, against mean, what? I'm not talking about. You find you want to talk about why there are speeding laws? No, no. We're talking about we're talking about a specific thing here. Okay. Let's let's this take specific thing. I imagine that the laws are on the book today. Part of it's got to do with these ultra moralistic people. But, but how about, how about since you're talking about adult theaters? How about all the guys who are in there? Which is about eighty percent of the guys who do go in there. How about those guys who are in there yanking it? What, and you think that they all ought to be hauled off to jail? We wouldn't have room for the axe murderers and the drug peddlers and the uh, arsonists and the, uh, the lunatics out there. And, and we wouldn't have any room in jail if we put all those people in jail. Is that what you're suggesting? Well, Let's enforce those laws? That, I think that if people in your situation, you're, you're a, you're a, a well-known personality, yeah. if they feel that they know that they risk the same thing that you're in the, the situation you're in now yeah they may think twice about it okay yeah and i do believe that if that there is a possibility of spreading aids and i think by, by what quite, by what by doing what that's only by unsafe sex practices which can happen anywhere right? that can happen in somebody's house it can happen in a restroom it can happen in a public park that but can that be done anywhere if place. people are going to engage in stupid things but that's a public place yeah and the fact and is... And what goes on in there? Now, you, now, I don't know. I, see, you don't know? I have no idea what goes well, on Well, you in said you place. were there 10 or 15 times in your life in adult theaters. What was going on in there when you were in there? Well, as a kid, you know, there were... There well, was, how, well time, you can't go in as a kid. You have to be an adult. You have to be well, over 18. You know, I'm talking about 15 years ago. Well, but, but your memory must in. be pretty good. Don't tell me you've got amnesia. What was going on in there? Well, I, I can only tell you what I did, and I can only no, tell no, you what, I, I, well, I don't but know you, what you, other people were doing. You had no idea. You had no idea. There were no people idea. having sex in the seats. Huh? There, no, there were not people having sex in the seats. 
there may have been people who were masturbating in the seat. I don't know that. Now, of course, you didn't know because they weren't like uh, they weren't like doing a you know exchanging bodily fluids into your area. You know, they weren't like squirting into your nose. I don't know. And I there was nothing. My go- shoes when I left. Though. Well, that's yeah. possible. I, that's I, why I it's always good to take along an extra hanky. Well, that's for sure. Right. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Well, he gave it a good try. Gave it a good shot, but... Okay, so you tuned in to hear the live Neil Rogers show, and you get a bunch of old tape programs. Isn't this a good reason to get a life? Now back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Watch Network Wednesday night, 8 p.m. on HBO. No? I don't understand What's it. What's that radio thing? I thought that, oh, that's right. That was on at 9 on PBS. Well, you could have watched the first hour. You would have gotten to see him say bullcrap a couple of times in the first hour. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Neil. Yeah. Hey, what's up? This is Barry, our first-time caller. Yeah, Barry. Listen, I wanted to let you know you're, you were the motivation of uh, the editorial uh, cartoon in today's Sun Sentinel. Have you seen it? No. Yeah. Where's where's my papers, by the way? Do we have a Sun Sentinel there, George? Actually, oh, that's right. Roger wasn't there because Ranieri was out of town. Uh, Halcyon's going to go around and get me. What is it? 
Well, actually, it's you and the guys at Par 96, but, I mean, more you because of uh, yesterday. But it says, it shows a guy giving a gun to his wife. Yeah. And he says, uh, hey, Mildred, shoot me now. I don't want to go on living. And then his son is sitting next to him and says, for Pete's sake, Dad, all I said was I wanted to be a radio personality when I grow up. <laughs> what have I told you? I've been saying it for years. Stay out of the business, man. Stay out of the business. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but you know what? Uh, uh, I listened to you for a long time, and uh, as far as I can see, this is going to be nothing but uh, good fortune for you in the near as much future. As, well, I wouldn't say good fortune because it's a pain in the ass, but it's much ado about nothing, and it's a bunch of uh, contrived crap, and it's uh, sad. It's pathetic. Yeah, well, listen, I could just, and what's you know, even more, it's, what's even more pathetic is that I have to sit here and sugarcoat and kind of like avoid and evade, and because that's our system. I mean, you just have to, well, you know, sit back and enjoy it. Well, the, the guy that called you before and talked about getting a uh, some home videos was kind of an ass, but uh, no, hey, listen, if, there are a lot of people that are into that. There are millions of people that are into that, and if that's what does it for them, that's fine. I have absolutely no interest in that. I have hundreds and hundreds of videotapes at home. About three or four of them are X-rated. I haven't watched one of them in years, and it, it, I have no interest in that. Really? Right. Well, I, I got one of my own, and I've watched it about uh, three or four times, and it's pretty much overrated. Yeah. So I'm sticking to the... Uh, I mean, even Jeff Stryker, how many times can you watch the same? You have to try new things, you know what I'm saying? I've never seen him, but I saw a picture of him in sweatpants at a gay bar once I was at in Detroit. Yeah. And his schlong's got to be down to his knees. I can't believe it. Well, listen, don't deny, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Just ask Clarence Thomas. Anyway, well, listen, you take care, have a great life, and uh, keep in touch, all right? Keep in touch with yourself. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. 1257 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. Jupiter on the star line. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. This is Ben. Hey, Ben. How you been? Good. I was supposed to have dinner with you last night. You avoided us again. Uh, <laughs> is this the guy? This is me. I called up uh, Richard Enton, who's one of my lawyers, yesterday morning, and, of course, in the wake of all of this stuff happening. Yeah. And I... these, these are the people who uh, I unintentionally shined because Richard had the wrong time on the right date a couple about a month or two ago who made a bid on dinner with Neil at the Silverado Cafe, and so we had set it up again for last night. And I told Richard, I said, I was trying, racking my brain, trying to come up with some way to get out of this again, and it worked. Yeah, sure did. It did work. At least Larry said at least we weren't going up to a movie instead. Right. Well, I got some good ideas for you. <laughs> well, thanks. We'll get a couple of weeks, you said, Richard said, huh? Yeah, something like that. Eventually. I have to figure something else to do next yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I'm, now, now you're going to really put me to a test. I'm running, right. out, I'm running out of ideas. That's great. Well, I hope we'll see you in a week, Neil. You will. Thanks. Hang in there. Bye. You live long enough. 1258 at WIOD. We have an open line. In, what is that schmata that, oh, that's on the inside? Oh, I see. Does that it's use broken. It? Oh, it's broken. Is that because of all the people we had in here? Let's sue the media, man. They came in here and they broke our thing. Our thing is like hanging a limp in the window in the uh, control room.